welcome to the Smutty and Nutty podcast. If you haven't noticed, we've gotten a name change. We'll talk about that in a second. My name is Gabby. You can find me on Instagram at Gabby Shelf, G-A-B-B-I-E. And I am Lexi, and you can find me on Instagram at Reads by Lexi. And I'm Jess, and you can find me on Instagram at the.barnacle.bookshelf or over on my website at thebarnaclebookshelf.com. And I'm Ash, and you can find me on Instagram at a wolf 91 And last but not least, I'm Britt, and you can find me on both TikTok and Instagram at Lunar Literature. Mm, yay! Yay! <laughs> it's been too long. I you know. know. First episode in like how many like weeks? A month? Three. A month. <laughs> forever it feels like yeah too long too long mm-hmm. want to do some life updates yep I guess I'll go first um I moved from Washington state to Maine <laughs> you just you just like went across a hole you oh are. yeah from point a to point b all the way across um I currently don't have any furniture which is why I'm sitting on the floor <laughs> um we're having a great time and there's a hurricane <laughs> coming our way. So that's oh. even better. We're doing great. Everything's so good. Fine. Everything's good. Everything's great. But in other news, fine. Um, I started opening my services to authors other than Scarlett and C. Rochelle. <laughs> um, so if you know of any authors who are wanting PA social media type services, I am open to the public now. Uh, so hit me up. We're so proud. I also have this glorious girl cheese that my husband made me in it. <laughs> yes. I didn't even see it enter the frame. So it's better than I know. what I ate. We had Lunchables earlier. Hey, Lunchables are good. Yeah. I've had like yogurt today. That's it. So doing better than me. Donuts and a 4 36 p.m. This is the only thing I've eaten today because I it stayed is- fed until 1 p.m. because the cat was laying on me. Oh my god. It is so weird to me having you in a different time zone now. Mm-hmm. Tell me so about weird. I just got used to specific time. Yeah. <laughs> now it's Gabby and Britt are in the same time zone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ash is an hour away from Jess and myself. And me mm-hmm. and you, Lexi. I know. But now I can't say my time. It's our I know. Time. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Britt, what's up with you? so many things I finally finished the bar exam so I don't have to wake up at 5 a.m every day to study which is amazing Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I do wake up every day at 5 a.m to go to work (laughs) so there's that yeah dad but um it's it feels so nice not having to worry about that although I have to wait till October for results I was about to ask you yeah they're they're gonna give us yeah October 8th like so it's like a Friday (laughs) Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Ticked off. Sorry. (laughs) Can't last more than like five minutes. It's fine. (laughs) We're so bad. Um no, but it's it's going good. I'm yeah, uh October though. October, I want to say the eighth, which is like a Friday. So I'll be at work like in the middle of my day when I find out. Your boss and the whole hear you like screaming down the hall. Yeah. I'm like please I don't want to do that again it was brutal do you think you'll do it again (sighs) that's such a tricky question because I've this is my second bar exam now do you have to do it and you want to be licensed in not every state it just depends so like there's like 30 something states who did the UBE um and then like Nevada California 
some other states, like only a handful uh, do their state specific exams. Um, the nice thing about the UVE, it's two days, whereas my exam for Nevada was three and it was very long and exhausting. <laughs> I can imagine a three day test. Yeah, it's so. it's brutal, which is why I, if I have to like take it again, it won't be in February. I'll probably wait till next July. What other news do you have? Absolutely. Oh yeah. She's <laughs> uh, like, I, I forgot. Got <laughs> what news? I'm engaged. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That talk. happened um two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Has yeah, it been that long? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because we it's talked weird. right when you got right when you got back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's really exciting. We're planning our spooky chic wedding already. Are you going to try for this year or next year? Oh gosh, no, not even next year. It'll probably be 2023. I mean, I've been engaged for like four years now. So take your time. Oh, Andrew and I (laughs) planned our wedding and then COVID happened. So we had to cancel our wedding. So I'm not doing it again. No, yeah. fair. I, think, I don't know. <laughs> planned it once just because it didn't happen. I'm not planning it again. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what Chris and I are going to do. I think we're going to run away. We'll see. Same. I love that. <laughs> I think Ash is the only actual married one. Mm-hmm. I'm actually married. Oh, I have a piece of paper. I got okay. married in my kitchen. We just didn't okay. have a. Got it. Okay. So we got two officially married. Officially. I will be. We're officially- all locked the fuck down, though. Only the government recognizes Jess and Ash's marriages. And I'll be honest, if Andrew was not in the military, we probably would not have gotten officially married because it doesn't really matter to either of us, but the yeah. government cares. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you get all the extra benefits with him being deployed and everything too. Yeah, and especially with like my ear issues and stuff. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. So we got married. Well, because we love each other. <laughs> uh, we signed the piece of paper because the man made us. So. The man. The man. <laughs> he's stuck with but, but yeah. He's not he's not going anywhere. Yeah. Well, he's in the other room. He can't hear me, but <laughs> <laughs> who's next? Who who else has a life update? Ash. Nothing. We're just gonna volunteer. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I've been working. I've been uh, Emlyn, my daughter, M. She starts school tomorrow. She'll be going Aww. into grade. So that's a big thing. Um, and then let's see what else. Uh, at work, we're already planning for the holidays. We're getting <laughs> Christmas crap in, and it's August, and it's slightly depressing me. Christmas? No. In retail, you have to buy Christmas stuff in June. And they're all starting to come to the store. I know. Why? I I mean, it makes sense, but like, yeah. She's like, I want my fall first. Well, yeah, we decorated for fall this week and it's so crazy. Give me Halloween before you give me Christmas trees. Oh, we went to, yeah, we went to Lowe's today and they had their Halloween stuff out. Mm Mm-hmm content with that you can keep I went to Marshall's stuff out with all my year sister round. while we were in, while I was in Kentucky and got this like giant pink skeleton that I have absolutely no use for but it was cute love that I <laughs> wish they had like one of those spirit Halloween stores opened all year round 
because I everyone really, would make a lot costume. of money. Yeah, they would. Yeah, they would. I'd be there all the time. Why they don't. Me too. Like, mm. I would probably work there, honestly. <laughs> My sister who? worked there for a little bit for a Halloween season. Mm. She got a really nice discount. Yeah. I've heard the discount for them is pretty good. Yeah. I think it was like 30%. Nice. So Did yeah. they get to use it on top of their coupons? <laughs> I don't think so, but I don't remember. She only did it for one Halloween season when we were in school. Mm. Gotcha. What's um, Emmeline's favorite thing about going back to school? So Chris and I both are very antisocial. Actually, Chris has become more social than me, which is absolutely terrifying. I'd <laughs> rather stay at home and talk to y'all and read. But um, that's her favorite thing is to go back to school and see people other than mommy and daddy because she's kind of serious. So she's cute she wants friends and so because she last year with everything she stayed at home she was you know virtual learning all last year so she was with us every day and she's pretty much sick of us so I mean that's understandable because I think I, that like, it's I get hard. it dude. I really get it so it's yeah. fine but school is like the best part of your adolescence I mean school sucks but like spending time with your friends that's yes. right. fun and she's so excited for that and she's excited to the thing, it, what's funny is, you know, most kids going into first, second grade, they want to learn to read, like, read better. Emily wants to learn cursive, which they don't teach in school anymore. Right. But she's learned cursive in, like, third grade. You can teach her yourself, though. Well, and that's what we've been doing. And she has this really cute little signature that she does. Oh. But um, because, you know, she sees me, like, sign my name or, like, I write in, like, a cursive, like, shorthand. And so she sees it all the time. And so she's like, I want to write like that. And so that's what we've been working on. But it's so funny because like, they're like, what do you want to learn about? And everyone's like, cursive. And everyone's like, oh, <laughs> why? Can I love cursive. She's so weird. I want to talk about her book. She's going to be published before. Yes, us. let's talk about her book. So um, we're going to order it today because uh, we have to order it and see if the formatting and everything is good in the book before other people can buy it. She has 12 copies sold so far when we can finally do it. So that was very oh. So We're going to hype her the fuck up. <laughs> it was really cute and she's excited to see it because she because Lexi designed the cover mm. and Gabby did the artwork she's the illustrator Emlyn said that we had to put Gabby in there as an illustrator and she said Lexi design. so y'all are in there on the dedication page <laughs> so but it That's is so cute but she's um being very diva writer right now because <laughs> She wrote it in a composition notebook that I had at work. You know, I randomly take notes on a composition notebook. So she wrote it in that. She refuses to write book two on anything else but a composition notebook. <laughs> so I had to go get to her that composition notebook. <laughs> get it for her. A purple marker, which is what she originally wrote it in. So I was like, oh God. <laughs> I have to buy like I a bulk that. box of purple markers and composition. Yes. <laughs> love They're that really cheap right now with school starting back so I was like I'll go get you some purple markers and some notebook she's crazy that was the she doesn't like know but she has four child dogs. right yeah yes. she's our collective aunties all the aunties yeah. yep <laughs> mm -hmm. mm, I love it 
I can't wait. I can't oh. wait to read it in its entirety and see yeah. it like. I know. Part two. I know. I know. I know. He left it on a cliffhanger, so he needs part two. <laughs> He's already breaking hearts. I mean, honestly, that's a pretty great cliffhanger compared to the ones that I read. So, <laughs> it yeah. wasn't soul crushing. It was happy, at least. Yeah. I know. He read all of the. Just wait. She's going to do something mean in the next one. <laughs> oh, no. Don't put it in the universe like that. <laughs> I don't think I have anything new. I don't have anything new either. The only, I'm like, boring. The, the only funny thing I have is because um, Chris is on overnights now and I fell asleep listening to Den of Vipers thinking like, <laughs> I, and it was so weird. Like TMI, I was in bed laying there scrolling through Instagram, listening to Den of Vipers. I'm like, I'm going to have to pee. And I just like plan, okay, I'll go to the bathroom, put on Harry Potter, like tuck myself in. I passed out. So Chris came home to her first sex scene with Ryder thank god it wasn't um it was so much worse it could have been so much worse it been so much worse chris would have like made you stop talking to us <laughs> what are they influencing you to read no he remembers when i read that one Disa was my favorite not just because of those scenes it was just the whole um who hasn't read den of vipers i have not finished it okay i started it and i got about 30 percent in and then I, That's where I got down to read something else and never got back to it. There's yeah. a part at the end where like Diesel goes all badass and it's just really funny and entertaining because he has like a fanny pack on the whole time and it's just awesome. Ooh, I love fanny packs. I have heard about the fanny pack. Yep. Lexi, and what about your alpha readers? Yes. Oh, yes. Talk about well, your work in progress. It's it's getting there. Um. Hell yeah, it is. It's getting there. I think I hit... 32,000 words yesterday. Yay. Nice. So you guys have read it. Britt, did you catch up yet? I Not yet. Okay. That's that's today's <laughs> plan after this. <laughs> so I know it's all you. I'm horrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. You are back at work and like, yeah, it's, I and I know um, Reva and Lee still have to read it. So I have the first part over to you guys and I have the most of part two outlined and then there's a couple of like yeah I just had a really good idea this morning it got to the point where I was like I was halfway from getting dressed and I had to stop and sit at the computer and write it down I love that yeah what are you doing I'm like don't talk to me I have to write this down don't mess me up do not interrupt the creative genius Christopher (laughs) you need this book he needs to quit I'm hoping to either get a big chunk done tonight or to, to finish outlining part two I don't know we'll see how it goes but it was really weird this weekend because I told you guys I the weekend before I was de- I, I devastated as a dramatic word but I had a plan to pull an all-nighter and write a crap ton and then you guys know I got frustrated because it didn't happen and then Friday night I would try to write and then wander around and then something would pop in my head and then I would write that and then leave and not force myself to write, which would kind of really float a lot better. Mm-hmm. So that's my new plan to not force it anymore. Yeah. But that's it for me. Gabby, what you got, girl? How's, um, your- how's my what? Work in progress coming. It's coming. 
I'm enjoying yours too, the little teasers you're sending us. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, I'm doing so. I was talking to Scarlett and I was telling you guys about this how she said she makes it to a certain word count and then we'll start over from the beginning. And so I'm doing that um, and rehashing out some stuff with the story. And so it's been great. Um, I wrote like in two days, I think I wrote almost 10,000 words, which was insane. Awesome. I was like, what the heck is up with me? It's because I know what's happening now and so much Mm -hmm. easier. (laughs) Um, But yeah, other than that, I literally have nothing. I've been applying for jobs for my big girl job because I graduate soon. And I'm going to be working, um, doing like, what was that, Jess? I saw your lips moving, but. The development that's happening outside my window. So my window oversees a dog park at our apartment complex. And there is a dog with a rain jacket on. Oh, what? And everything. Oh, that's so cute. I don't think I could get a good picture, but I had to tell you guys. <laughs> You're just like, look at what's going on. <laughs> So I used to have, when I had my mom's dachshunds, I was living with her still, um, I had this rain jacket for them. Can you get Gracie a rain jacket, please? Yeah, I can. can it I doesn't get rain, rain hardly jacket? ever here. You, you can. <laughs> I'm this planning to save money. <laughs> right? Just like, here you go. I'm going to save money, like, and specifically get my dog's footy pajamas for Christmas this year. Oh, oh my, my God. gosh. Catching one. Yes. I'll get one for the cat. Can you do that with your land hippos too? Would they even cooperate? Please. Probably not. No. <laughs> if, I, so if I put if I put anything on G, Sasha will take it off of her or drag her around the house. Oh no. Vice versa. There is like, you know, all those funny videos where a dog take grabs the leash of a smaller dog and just like run like gators done yeah. that before. Oh my, my god. My mom's small dogs. Like it was traumatic. <laughs> it was so traumatic. <laughs> but yeah, they don't oh, they no. don't they're naked 24-7. Yeah, the life. They're good girls. Yeah. So uh back to Gabby. Sidetracked <laughs> us with doggy right yeah (laughs) um what like what made that big switch for you because you've turned what you were writing in a different direction or just slightly a step over it's it's going in a different direction so um I was I was talking about it in the chat um I was staring at my screen just like I have no idea where I want this to go because I had this idea of what was going to happen at the end um but I felt like it just it wasn't working for me and so I was like if I rework the story and start here instead and then end up point B instead I think this would work better so um basically instead of having where it's going to end I'm bringing the end to the beginning and starting at that point in the story and moving forward from there if that makes sense so um yeah I'm so excited (laughs) yeah read it and then oh my god Brit and Gabby (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) we have a work in progress we do yeah we do. We were talking about it yesterday, like last night and bouncing some really good ideas back and forth. And I'm super excited about it. And awesome. the, 
oh my gosh the main character like you guys don't know this yet because only Gabby and I have talked about it like the main character is like talking to me like this sounds crazy like I was like authors are messing with me when they say this right no like straight up I know so many things about this character now and a story is is gonna be told (laughs) Mm -hmm. it was insane last night I was like sitting okay so Stone's been working late so he doesn't get home until like three so I'm just sitting there like looking at my phone like waiting for her to respond and then we're going back and forth like boop 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 boop, like different ideas and I was like this is so cool (laughs) (laughs) so I'm so excited like we already have like a book two already (laughs) outlined I wonder believe it like is, is this why authors team up because it's so much easier to like bounce it back and forth I bet it is I, wouldn't I be think surprised. so yeah speaking of authors teaming up I shared yes yesterday I think um C. Rochelle and Cassandra Featherstone have a new RH coming out and it looks mm-hmm. So excited. I'm excited. Oh, she my. said Scooby-Doo with spice, and I was like, sold. <laughs> yeah. I just realized today that C Featherstone follows me on TikTok. What? I found that out today. I was like, look oh, at that's you. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's exciting. Sidebar. All right. Are we gonna see this is why we if you watched our Instagram live before we came on here, we attempted to plan this out. And knew this was gonna happen. Yeah, we want to try to get back on track. Yeah, we can try to get back on track. But we're not here for four hours like we normally are. I know we're not here for a good time. We're here for a long time. I don't know. (laughs) It's a good time. 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 Yeah, true. (laughs) Okay. Um. So we have each person has a set of questions you can get to know us we have a specific order you'll figure that out and um then at the very very end we'll do rapid fire questions which will be quite interesting and fun and then we'll just do whatever the heck we want after that so we'll probably do whatever we want in the middle of that too so (laughs) okay as it goes (laughs) do you guys want to take turns asking questions or is one person going to ask questions we can take turns. Take turns. Okay. Do we want to go backwards? So, Brett, you ask Gabby. Okay. Oh, gosh. And then- am I just, am I just like going down the list that we have here? <laughs> or what am I doing? Sure. Good. <laughs> what am I doing? That's go with my that. life. Okay. Gabby, Gabby, did you fill out your questions? Yeah. She did. Okay. Not all of them, but some of them. Okay. Okay. Um, all right, so Gabby, tell me about your top five comfort reads. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I have um, my last ones like an up in the air because it's, I don't know. Um, the Hating Game is the one that I fell in love with back when I started reading again. Um, so that's one of them. And I reread that like at least twice a year. Um, Akatar has become one because I just love, I mean, specifically like Akamath, Mist and Fury is one. Um, the Truth About Forever, which is by Sarah Dessen. Love that. Um, that one was my introduction into romance novels. And my dad got that at a garage sale for me. And then Birthday Girl by Penelope Douglas. And I wrote at the end, maybe Tate James, but I go back and reread Tate James books. Like Tate James is not a comfort. 
no <laughs> that hurts her That's characters like make me happy though I know you know like oh god sometimes you need a little trauma <laughs> I do okay Gabby. makes me stronger <laughs> a little spice and trauma in there I mean as long as I don't have to read the end I'm fine <laughs> just skip that part yeah yeah just, just no <laughs> I mean once Hades is complete I think I'll be fine hopefully Maybe. i mean after that facebook post we'll see yeah i, trust, I have no trust in tate james uh-uh. Uh-uh. yeah she's, she's so gonna mean. hurt us <laughs> but she's not she's a nice human but she's i mean. want her to come on here so bad i know. can ask her what the fuck was she thinking <laughs> sam excuse you excuse you who gave you the right <laughs> She's like, I gave myself the right, okay? I mean, you're <laughs> correct. <laughs> Am I still asking questions? Am I going through all the questions? Oh, I'm going through all the questions. Okay. Oh, go. Oh. Right, go. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, do you sleep with a top sheet? I actually sleep on top of the comforter with blankets because I don't like making the best. <laughs> fair with the blanket we don't share blankets I have to have my own and he has to have his own because he'll steal all the blankets or I'll steal all the blankets so I have this really nice flannel looking blanket that's my favorite I love it what's your favorite music genre or artist um I listen to a little bit of everything right now um the new Doja Cat album. I listened to that a lot. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's got a little magic just like sprinkled on there. It makes me feel very happy. Nice. Um, have you ever experienced imposter syndrome? Always. Um, it hurts. <laughs> I think I think with both writing and just being in school as well um I've had this kind of like sense of like existential crisis like I'm gonna be a professional out in the world being able to help people when I can barely fix myself (laughs) so so how is this gonna work but then also with writing um I see all of these authors and they're publishing books and they're doing so well and you read their stuff and you're like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. I love that. And then you write your stuff and it's like, it's never going to be that good. Mm -mm." But then someone out there, I know someone out there is going to like it. (laughs) No. And like, do you have any tips for like how you get over it? Keep going. Um, I have to take a step away and like physically like shut my computer down and walk away and just go do something else like I'll read I'll go for a walk I'll go get coffee or something and just like do something for yourself and then you can look at it with fresh eyes so whatever you're doing whatever project you just kind of have to walk away and then who support you is amazing because they can hype you up so yeah love that what is your astrology sun moon and rising um so i am a taurus rising a libra sun and a libra moon do you think that those like do they like when you like look at that like look it up do you feel that those signs like they are you 
Oh yeah. I had a whole conversation with my friend the other day um, because she's super into astrology and I'm still learning everything, but um, I, I noticed that um, I think that the Taurus like balances me because like in crisis, um, I'm so level-headed and so calm, but then in my daily life, I'm like, <laughs> like psycho. <laughs> so um, I go into like the Taurus mode, like when I need to, which is really, really nice. But then the, the stuff like on TikTok, that's all like Libra this, Libra that. And I'm like, I feel attacked. That's <laughs> me. <laughs> Sidebar, when I was doing our graphics, we all have something of the same sign somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're all very similar in the same yeah. sense, which is very weird. Mm-hmm. We're all the same INFJ, so. That too. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I think it's so unique, like, interesting how that happened. True. Again, want to thank Scarlett for bringing us all together. True. Thank yep. you, Scarlett. <laughs> Scarlett, you made my life better <laughs> in more ways than one. <laughs> um, if you could go live anywhere in the world, where would you go? um so I want to move to the UK that would be really nice I just have all these dreams of like being able to go tour like England and London and uh just all over Europe um specifically I want to go like live where um Mr. Darcy lived that's that would be my dream even though it's not possible (laughs) (laughs) you never know something could happen yep you know, even if I could like pitch a tent in the grass, I'd be fun with that. Good enough. <laughs> this will be me. Uh, do you have any relationship deal breakers? That was a hard question for me to think of an answer for. Um, yeah, I went through a very rough first relationship. And so um, I have some red flags that I have made a list of that I will not ever enter into a relationship with someone like that. Um, specifically, okay, so this is gonna sound bad. Um, I was raised Christian and as much as people believe that you should date a Christian partner, um, I haven't had luck with Christian partners because we don't see to eye, like eye to eye on similar things because I consider myself to be like a progressive sort of Christian not very conservative at all and so a lot of people I mean my last boyfriend like we would argue about everything Christianity and he went and tattled on me to my mom when I started actually like having fun and like opening up out of my shell and so it was just like a Mm. No, no go. But thankfully, no. I don't have to worry about that because I'm engaged. So, yeah. And Stone's a good one. He's a good egg. Oh, yeah. We, we love good. Stone. <laughs> He's a brat sometimes, but we love him. <laughs> Aren't they all? Though? They all like, are. <laughs> what is your favorite food? Burritos. <laughs> Mexican food, but I love a burrito. You, I tried something the other day. It's called a California burrito. It has French fries on it. Okay. They're so good. There's a California. No one told me about this. Never heard of this. What They're the so hell, good. guys? It's like I'm a sorry. burrito. Yeah. I love it. It was there's so a, There's good. a California burrito, like, down. Is there a California burrito near us? There's one in, like, a couple towns over, and it's pretty good. 
They have whoever made the decision to put fried potatoes on a burrito needs to be like knighted or something. Rich. Well, Mm -hmm. when you, you, because I live in Tarpon, which is like Greek town, and they Mm. do gyros with French fries in them. (gasps) What? So basically, we're all coming to Lexi's house for dinner. Uh It's specific though, because they're it's not open anymore. But they would do like the shoestring French fries in your gyro. It was so good. I just ate a grilled cheese and now I'm hungry again <laughs> how did you speaking of stone how did you and him meet oh we were co-workers and I actually have a little funny story side note um my dad frequently goes back to the place that we met we met at savers in our hometown um it's a thrift store and my dad goes back there often and he called me the other day and he said oh I went to Savers the other day and this young girl was checking me out and and um I asked her how she was doing and she was like oh I'm good and he goes he goes um do you have a boyfriend (laughs) and I was like dad like no and he goes well hopefully you can find the love of your life here because my daughter met her fiance here so maybe there's hope and I was like that's adorable dad my dad's the best um but yeah we met at work and our friends started inviting us to the same places and pushing us together so nice yep <laughs> the rest is history <laughs> the rest is history just waiting on a wedding <laughs> yeah um and you guys have two fur babies together right it's, it's uh yeah his family's but they're mine I'm the one that takes care of them so. um Autobot and Gracie and they're Britney Spaniels and I love them they're purple and they're gonna get rain jackets from their aunt Jessica <laughs> yeah they <are>. yes. <laughs> and they're so cute I love them they're stinky right now. Oh gosh, my dogs need like a serious bath and spa day, so I feel it. <laughs> um, let's see. Do you have any fun facts about yourself that you'd like to share with the podcast world? Um, oh, I have two Hawaiian middle names. People don't know that about me um, because I look white and I am very mixed um I can touch my my tongue to my nose (laughs) well now you have to show everybody on YouTube who may or may not watch this (laughs) that's talent thanks um any other fun facts I don't know um I can read two books in a day if I wanted to (laughs) (laughs) that's a fun fact okay and last question what is your favorite conspiracy theory? I'm obsessed with the Mandala effect and like specifically like the Berenstain and the Berenstain bears. Oh, mm-hmm. I hate that one. Oh. There was no damn A in that word. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, there wasn't. What about Kit Kat? I always thought there was like a little dash. There's no dash. Yeah. I never ate Kit Kats when I was little, so I, I cannot attest to that one. Oh, that one bothers me. <laughs> I swear there's a dash. I swear yep. there's a dash in that. See, mine is, I thought that Chick-fil-A, like I always thought that like the chick was like C-H-I-K. It's yeah, not. Yeah, that's nice. what I thought it was too. I, I thought it was never C-H-I-K. spelled it like. So my mom calls it Chick-a-fil-A. That's how my dad <laughs> says it too. <laughs> well, 
Em says it really cute because she still says whenever she was little, like when her front teeth were coming in, she had kind of like a like a lisp and weird way of saying things. And she's called it chick delay. <laughs> call it to this day. It's That's so cute. Mm-hmm. We're going to chick delay. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'm gonna say that now. Stone uh, Stone can't eat at Chick-fil-A. I mean he can, but like was they fry face? everything in peanut oil. Oh, oh no. So, my um my little brother is allergic to peanuts. So anytime my dad goes to Five Guys, he has to go like four towns own over and then like take a shower before he comes home. Yep. <laughs> That's so sad. Yeah. Yeah, it's sad. Oh. Now that explains a lot because my so my mother my future mother-in-law <laughs> um she has a peanut allergy and she would always get like super like bad hives when we had Chick-fil-A. Hmm. Did not know that. There you go. Now you know. No. Yeah. And anytime I I mean I get cravings for Chick-fil-A often. So then when I go and he wants food, I just get like grilled chicken. But other than that, I can't even get him French fries, which sucks. Oh, I see. I don't. That's my downfall when it comes to dieting. I if I if I go to Chick Fil A, I'm getting something bad. I'm not yeah. gonna get. I get a brownie. I'm going anywhere that serves any form of fried potatoes. The game Same. is over. Yeah. Same. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. I just want the French fries. I mean, all their I want all of it, so but I oh. do try their mac okay. and cheese. I have a question no. for everyone. Yes, oh their mac and cheese god. is so good. Okay. Oh my god. What do you I'm mad at Sunday. your french fries in? What do I dip my french fries in? I mm-hmm. mix between ranch and ketchup. I do- sauce. Oh. I do Chick-fil-A sauce. <laughs> well, at so Chick-fil-A. I do. And then if not, Chick-fil-A, then ranch. Mm-hmm. I do oh, ketchup. Oh, never ranch. Oh, <laughs> I do ketchup everywhere but Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, I do barbecue sauce. That's what Chris does. Okay. I love no, barbecue sauce. No, Chris will do, he'll mix his ketchup and mayo. I do that too. Eric does that. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew mixes hot sauce and ranch. See, that's Yeah, good. that's what Stone does too. All of it. He does. I'll dip my french fry in anything. I don't care. <laughs> Milkshake. That has the sexual <laughs> innuendo, Lexi. <laughs> well, I still need to put Chris in uh, Frosty from Wendy's. Oh yeah, oh, it's so good though. <laughs> no, it's good. It is delicious. When I got my um, wisdom teeth taken out, that is what I was eating. <laughs> I when I got my wisdom teeth out, I wanted something solid, so I asked my mom to get me Cheez Its. And I put Cheez-Its in my mouth and crushed it to the top and let it get mushy so I could eat something solid. I had like applesauce almost exclusively when I had mine taken out. Um, I just had a dumb moment because Riva also loves hot sauce and ranch. Just want to point that out. Yeah, I'm going to go back to the hot sauce and ranch thing because, um, I was asking Stone, I said, what is this called? I said, I'm going to call it cock sauce because that's what he calls it. But it's sriracha. <laughs> sriracha. <laughs> that was so scabby. I know. But there's a chicken on it. There's, there's a cock on it. <laughs> I mean, fair. Anyways, okay, who's going next? Lexi. Do I ask Lexi? Yeah. Okay. Um... Let's 
see. Um, first, I want to ask, I see you're in the dock. I want to ask about your name. So I don't want to give out my full name, but I did want to give the nickname that Chris calls me. And he always calls me monkey. Like anytime I'm being a brat or it's usually random. Like we, it's not a daily thing, but anytime he calls me monkey, I'll call him rooster. But yeah, that's cute. That's why I put that there. I love that. That's what we I'm going to interject and please also share Chris's name. <laughs> yes. So that was next. So spouse, what is your spouse's name other than Chris? <laughs> His current name in my phone is Throat Filler 3000. <laughs> With cocks on either side. With cocks on either side. I forget it's how perfect. that came up. I think I saw a TikTok where it was like she was texting her dom and his name was like something crazy, like daddy something or other. Yep. Oh, it was like daddy spanks a lot or something like that. Yes, it was something like <laughs> something was spanking. I remember that, but yes, it yeah. was something like that. That's so. Funny. And it it still catches me off guard anytime he texts me. <laughs> like, oh God, who's that? <laughs> Thank God we're on the office because if we were and someone saw that pop up. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it'd be funny. Oops. Um. Let's see. Uh. Let's talk about witchy stuff. Oh. Okay. So it's it's interesting because I don't practice daily I usually practice based off of like intuition like I'll feel the need to do something but besides that my usual daily witchiness is just like intentions or like coffee or any type of like taking a step back and just like resetting things like that but I've always had a pull to it, even when I was little. And I used to get made fun of so bad, like for my mom or anyone like that. And she always thought it was like a phase and she still will say things. But my stepdad like jumped right on. And he'll like buy me rocks every once in a while. And he started carrying around a rock and oh, yeah, but it's it's my life now. But it's not like, I don't know, it would be interesting to practice every day. But I have such a hard time with everything that I'm doing. It's yeah. I'm so bad about getting. It's hard to get into a routine. Like, let's manage my social media. Let's work work full time. Let's take care of the dogs. Let's be a spouse. Let's have mm -hmm. a horse. Like all that stuff. So it would be interesting if I could like fully immerse myself in it. How's your horse doing? She's good. She was gonna die last time we. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to segue into fur babies? Yeah, let's segue into fur babies. That was good. That's a good one. Uh, so my firstborn is Shamani. I got her when I was 20. I am 32 now. I forget how old I am now. Um, but I got her, yeah, when I was 20 and a dumb child. And she was supposed to die a few times. Like when I got her, she was skin and bone. She colicked like the first few months I had her. She lost her eye the first like within the first six months of me having her and then we had a good we had a good run and then she started having that breathing issue and were we going to euthanize her I think three years ago and I was like let give me a month like I just want to do a bucket list and then she got a boyfriend and she's fine like she's not <laughs> she's not cured but it's not affecting her breathing so but all you need is Love. <laughs> love. All you need is love. The love. I was gonna say something else, but that too. That too. No, but she's she's a biatch. 
she is like the worst flirt ever because she'll flirt with the boys and she'll let them get close and then she'll throw a hissy fit and like kick them and squeal and like she's like I'm not interested in you today she's a red-haired <laughs> horse, right yeah she's a red-haired dragon those are ugh. yeah and she has um if you know anything about horses she has a double swirl Mm-hmm. And she also has Muhammad's um, birthmark, which is like a knuckle imprint on her shoulder. It's like some um, woo-woo thing that people talk about. She has oh. everything you could think of that's wrong with horses. Like mm-hmm. all the superstitions, she has it all. <laughs> Very fitting. Yeah. yeah. And then we have Sasha and Gigi, uh, Sasha and Gator. Or Gata. It's supposed to be Gator with a Boston accent. <laughs> but, yeah. So speaking of Boston accents, my we moved to Maine. So we went through Boston to get up here from Kentucky. And my husband is like so infatuated with the Boston accent now. And every time someone will say something like Gata, like when not pronounce the R's, he just starts giggling. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the cutest thing ever. He loves it. Yeah. He wants me to get it back so bad. Do it. Okay. So since we're talking about that, tell us a little bit about growing up in Boston. Okay. Um, so I grew up, we lived in a few different parts, but my main running grounds were South Boston. My mom worked in the city. So I was like eight taking the bus into the city, (laughs) the bus and the train. Like it wasn't unheard of though, back then. Now you wouldn't now it's not allowed like yeah. if you're un, like unsupervised child on a bus you're gonna get child protective services called on you probably mm-hmm. but my dad and his side of the family lives um just north of Plymouth which is like southern Massachusetts like right on the coast I fucking love it there <sighs> like if you ever want to go someplace that is just full-on New England it's like that Plymouth area is just magical I miss it so much. I need to go home. But yeah, my dad, my stepmom, and my little brother still live there. My grandpa is a snowbird with his new wife. And then my uncle and my aunt still live there full time. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, let's see. Um, we talked a little bit about your book writing. Did you want to elaborate on that anymore? No, writing's hard. That's all I'm going to say. I'm trying. I know you guys want it so bad. I was thinking about it. Um, I forget what I saw. Roscoff, when, I know. I forget when I, it was like, I don't know what I saw when we were driving home, but it was just like, keys, keys, keys. Like I'm trying to write that, <laughs> that scene right now where they're going to kiss for the first time. Oh, so I saw, cute. um, Jack Whitney just released some artwork she had commissioned for her two characters. Beautiful. It is so pretty. And I was looking at it and I was like, I was looking at the pricing and the pricing isn't bad. I was like, what would I even ask for? I was like, I think I would just want Ross and Elia to be glaring at each other. Like that would be the first artwork I would want to get. Yes. I think that's the hardest thing because I know I want them to be mean towards each other but I'm having a hard time with it because I just want them to fall in love and be happy. It's hard to go from be happy already, damn it. <laughs> See, that's, I'm going to just like, eh, add my little thing right there. Um, That's what's really, really hard is that you just want the relationship to happen. But when you're writing, you have to get through all the like angst and the, yeah. 
Yeah. The getting to know each other portion. Cause I'm like, I know you guys, but everyone else doesn't <laughs> <Yeah>. know you. <laughs> yeah. And I'm really excited for you guys to meet um, Bellius. Like I was thinking <laughs> that, and we've talked about this, like that was my fear in the beginning of this journey was people falling in love with him. But what oh, I've written, <laughs> what I've written so far, I don't think that's going to be an issue. So we'll see. I think they're gonna happens it happens <laughs> you you really want Elliot to be with Bellius instead of Ross no no, <laughs> no probably not but like yeah well if they do like Bellius then they're still gonna like Ross better yeah. I mean I want them to be friends like he reminds me of ooh shadow hunters what was her creepy brother's name Oh, Bastion was yes, Bastion. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminds me of that, but not on that creepy level. Like he's he's misunderstood, and he just needs a friend. That's that's gonna be his his storyline. But Gabby knows the ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I like how Gabby gets to know all the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> so he he crosses the line. Oh, like hardcore. So we'll see. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm excited. My body is ready. I just want to write it. So I want it to be done. Like if I could just take two weeks off of work and like go run away somewhere and write, I think I would love that. If you but just had to do it, I'll come with you. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. We have to do that. We do. All of us can go. We have, we have to have a retreat just a, yeah yes whoever wants to write can write whoever wants to read can read chris yeah, will cook for us um okay rapid fire questions top five comfort reads it took me a minute to think about this like i want to say touch of darkness but i haven't it is it's always going to be a comfort read and a comfort listen i just need to get back into it but one thing i do want to touch on is um wings of darkness and light that book is so good like if you love rise of the witch like their dynamic is awesome but in the wings of darkness and light series it's so fun like those guys are hilarious and i love just like jumping back in because she got the um new covers and being able to reread it again has been so much fun like i i've been picking and choosing the scenes that i read of course because i'm a hoe like that but I just forgot how awesome they were. And I know she is doing audiobooks for Rise of the Witch, but I would love if she did audiobooks for Wings of Darkness and Light. Because I Rochelle, are you listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> Give the people what they want. <laughs> Going Do back you to have... like go ahead. Do you have a favorite man of the, the group? For Wings of Darkness and Light? Oh, Hardcore. I still need to read it. I know you need. You do need to read it. Read it. I I've been waiting because I wanted to get her. Like I wanted to have it in hard copy, so I just ordered my signed versions. And as soon as I, I did too. And I'm just gonna rub it in a little bit. I get to meet this bitch. I know we are so twenty minutes away from me. <laughs> Take a picture. I'm in Maine. I don't know. I really love. Can you Oz. Facetime us when you meet yeah. her? Like. <laughs> <laughs> please <laughs> we'll That'd do a group awesome. facetime it's hard um, to choose like a man of a reverse harem mm-hmm. oh, it, it is because you like them all for different reasons yeah oh yeah but I think if they're, they're done well if they're mm-hmm. done yeah. i don't know steel's still my done. favorite 
Oh, Steel. See, like fine. Our turn. Even though I found out that he has a beard, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I want those to be audiobooks because that's why like Akatar and Crescent City working from home, I get to have audible play while I'm working. And if I could listen to those guys while I work, oh, that would be heaven. That'd be so much fun because their oh. banter is so good. Is, like and she's having for the ring, wings of, not fuck, for the rise of the witch, they're doing the accents. Mm-hmm. Guys, mm-hmm. and the guys all have different accents. So I would love to see Wings of Darkness and Light in audiobook as well. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm hoping like Rise of the Witch does really well and they pick it up too. Yes. Everyone go buy the audiobook when it comes out. (laughs) Um favorite music genre or artist. Oh god. I can't choose. I go like and I'm the worst with music because I'm one of the skippers. Like I'll I will get through like half the song and then I'm over it and I'll go to the next song. And that, or if there's a song I like, I play it on repeat for 50 times in a row or I get sick of it and then I move on to another one. Yep. So that's me. Yep. I haven't yeah, feel attacked. To, yeah, I haven't listened to too much rap or RB or anything like that lately. It's been like like whiny stuff or <laughs> stuff that I can horribly sing to. Like mm-hmm. it was really bad Friday night because I was just jamming out and I had my beats on, so I can't hear myself, which just makes it even better. But Sasha was staring at me like she was like what the fuck are you doing like she was concerned I tried like are you okay (laughs) I tried doing a reel the other day I couldn't figure out how to get my voice over to work but I was gonna do like a recording of me listening to like payday by doja cat and like like typing and like listening to it and like singing out loud so it's like what you see versus what you hear and then me like horribly singing (laughs) it wouldn't work but it's fine the idea is out there so (laughs) god and I'm bad with names I can't tell you who I listen to the most of if you I mean you've sent stuff in Mm. the chat but if you find songs that you're like in love with drop them in the chat I will. Yeah, I have my playlist. Like I have my. You should make a Discord page thing, I whatever just, the fuck yeah. it's actually called, for music yeah. suggestions. A channel. Yeah. Yes, we need a that. channel. Yeah. Speaking mm-hmm. of, we have a Discord. Join the Discord. Yes. Ash's husband runs it in his when he's not being a spy. He does our tech support when he's not being spy tech support. <laughs> Um, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would you go? Mm. What did I write down? Oh, where no one can find me. <laughs> Our cabin in the woods. Like I, my dream place, and it's not, it's not going to exist. And I tell this to Chris all the time. And he laughs at me. Is like, I want to have this cabin where there's woods at the back and a beach in the front yes like, where can I find that where oh. no one can, and where I don't have neighbors and where like it's impossible to get to like where is this place because that's where I want to go Deserted island with deserted um, island have you seen the end of uh WandaVision yes that 
that. But I don't think she's at the ocean. She looks like she's in a mountain lake. Or she's something. in the mountains, but a cabin like lake. Uh, but cabin I... by the lake, but we could build trees. <laughs> we could build trees. <laughs> Plant trees. Is this Minecraft? <laughs> yeah, it is Minecraft. So We're in a simulation. Not to hijack my questions, but would you guys prefer a lake or a beach? Beach. Beach. Lake. Lake. <laughs> I, just, I like this. I after reading Verity, I could not live on a lake. What? Never so gonna read that. In I'm Verity. not gonna ruin it for myself. Read the book. I have it. It's I'm so good. Scared. Is this is it gonna freak me out about going to the lake? No. It's just like what happens. It's just like <gasps> that's horrible. I'm like no, <laughs> no. <laughs> It's been on my list for a while too. Mm. When you start reading that book, you will not be able to put it down. I was supposed to be studying, but I was like having I had a headache, and so I was like, I'm just gonna sit in bed and read for like an hour. (laughs) No, you finished the book. I can rarely put any book down that I start because I have commitment issues. No, (laughs) I'll like put a book down and forget about it. Like I literally put down the last book of the Rhapsodic series, and I was like, I'm gonna finish reading this. Nope, I'm still only like 20% in, and I love that (laughs) series so. And that 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 hurts me sometimes because I'm not not reading something out of not enjoying it. I'm reading something because my personality is stupid and <laughs> it's really hard to like. What there there has to be a term for this where it's like um not in the mood for that or you get distracted. I get like, distracted. It's also self sabotage or thinking that I don't know how to explain this. I want, I get into these moods where like, I want to be able to focus my whole attention to the book. And when I know I absolutely cannot do that, I will put it off. And then I'm like, I don't ever have time. So I have yeah. to make the time. Well, that I just like, call it guppy brain. That too. But that goes with like <laughs> writing. I can't sit down to write if I step in like dog hair or dirt, then I start vacuuming the whole house or if mm-hmm. nothing's put away or if the couch isn't put together, I can't focus. Or I, like, I self-sabotage. I find an excuse to not start something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't, like, I know what you're talking about. It's almost like sensory overload mm-hmm. kind of, like, impacts your ability to continue doing one task, task switching. Yeah, or you don't want something. Think of anxiety, over. too, because that's what my therapist has told me my perfectionism is. Like, I'm so much of a perfectionist that if I can't, if I know that I can't do it perfectly, I just won't start. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, I can I see won't it. finish. Mm-hmm. I won't do that either. <laughs> yeah. Not wanting to, like, finish the series, too. Because as yeah. soon as you finish that book, that series is done. And then you, you have to, to let yeah. it go. There's all these videos on, like, TikTok where it's, like, like you mourn the loss of these, like, characters in the series. And you have to put it up on your shelf. And I'm like... Okay, I, I know it. that Brit doesn't do rereads, but like I always do rereads. So I'm like, I'm not ever actually saying goodbye to these characters because Lord knows two months later, I'm going to pick up Akatar again and I'm going to read that shit all over, cover and cover. <laughs> <laughs> not to go on another tangent, but the reason I don't do rereads is because, okay, so like I was rereading Twilight again. And every time I do like start a reread, I go through all these little rabbit holes trying to get more answers that are never going to come. And I don't like not having answers. So that's why I don't reread. Yeah. Well, that's what happened with Ash and I the last week. I lost a few hours of sleep because we were both, I finished Akasif and she started rereading some of it. 
and we went down like a Gwen and asshole. We went down like a Gwen and as like uh like a portal. Like we were (laughs) gone. Like this was literally like I think it was like three to four hours of no joke. Me and Lexi just voice memoing, texting Mm -hmm. each other, screenshotting, like question like it was ridiculous. Like we were investigating. It was it it got deep and dark all we needed was like a whiteboard with like a bunch of like lines and stuff like that you know like crime solving whiteboard that's all we needed I think we need when we do our powerpoint night I need um a whole powerpoint full of the theories that you guys have created (laughs) so many theories so many I need these I need to know what these are yeah right like powerpoint night we need to do that soon because now we figured out this whole youtube thing we can actually have visual visualizations that goes back to like me in writing I there was a moment last week I kind of still want to do or I wanted to do an as and Gwen fanfic do it do it, <laughs> do it. Please. can you really can you also finish the Reese POV because I want like a Reese POV for all of Aquawar and Accusive oh yeah that or, mm. yeah you know I just so I have an unhealthy obsession with fan fiction because it's quicker to read than actual books. Yep. But like, if I'm just sitting there, like, while Andrew's playing video games or something, and I just need something quick to do, I'm reading fan fiction. Yeah. There's, oh, I'll send it in the chat, but there's a really good one of As and When that I'm reading right now. There's this one that I've been reading because Ash and I both do Midnight Popular, and so does Alexi, but I feel like <laughs> I'm, just, I'm obsessing over that in an unhealthy manner we, um it's very unhealthy I did not unhealthy of, of him today oh just God. before I sent her something but um there's this girl I think her name's I, I'm gonna butcher it begonia reads and she wrote a fanfic called a lily for torah and <laughs> Gabby had all the feels so now we need to do a fanfic episode. So let's save all yeah. of it for that. Yes. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Um, this is what we okay. do. <laughs> so um, so your favorite holiday is coming up. Yes, Halloween. And we actually talked about this at work because uh, October is like a month and a half. My birthday is in 64 days, which is the 25th of October. And then Jess, yours is- Seven days. Seven, yeah. <laughs> finds three days after like yes so yeah halloween babies that's coming up and i was like trying to figure out how to decorate and my house is already pretty much decorated halloween <laughs> it's already spooky yes i don't have anything in my house yet but it will be spooky <laughs> <laughs> yeah we so halloween goes up all year round and then extra like it's probably going to be september 1st I'll get Chris to go up in the attic, pull stuff down, and Halloween will be up until probably December 1st, and then we'll switch to Christmas. Mm-hmm. Is your tree, mm. is your Christmas tree spooky, or is it colorful and bright? Um, no, it's neutral. It's like in between. Usually I'll do, mine has a bunch of owls in it. It has some like Harry Potter stuff. <laughs> and then I'm very, I'm very neutral with my trees. Chris loves colored lights though. He will put the old school giant ass colored bulbs on the outside of our house. Yeah. Nice. And I'm like, it has to be the same color. It has to be like the same tone. (laughs) Drives me crazy. Chris and Emily both love like 
very colorful trees and I'm like no see I yeah my Nana's tree oh my god so the way she did it and I think people stole this idea from her it was a fake tree but she would just wrap it in saran wrap and then Mm -hmm. put it upstairs so it was the same yeah and then you just put it back (laughs) but it was like it looked like someone threw up like unicorns and Michael's on it I love that tree that's your tree I don't think you would like ours very much his family just has like a bunch they buy new um ornaments every single year and then you mark it and so every year you have a new ornament so I think I have like a Wonder Woman one from this past year or something and it's just a bunch of collective random we do the same thing we started that when M-, M was born we would each go pick out a ornament every year and then write our name in the year we got it mm-hmm. and so like her first one was funny because she was like six months old her first Christmas but we still let her pick it and so it was whichever one we hold out different balls to her and let her pick one and oh. it was really cute but and we get into it and like we went to Walmart the other day and they had the Christmas ornaments out and she was ready to pick for this year and I was like no it's August we're not picking our <laughs> ornaments yet <laughs> but yes we love doing that so that's our little thing um let's see celebrity crush slash hall pass I bet I know who this is <laughs> you know who this is <laughs> Chris and I talked about this yesterday when I was filling these out. It's, <laughs> I wish he was here right now. So my hall pass is Jensen Ackles and he's like butthurt about it because he's very similar to Sam as in like height and all that stuff. And he's like, I think you would pick that one because he's more similar to me. No. <laughs> but his hall pass is, um, you guys know Joe Dirt? yes yes it's the blonde girl from joe dirt but it has to be while she's in joe dirt like esque type oh god (laughs) but wait i just oh sorry i was just gonna say i just realized i totally did not ask gabby that and i feel bad (laughs) it's okay gabby what's your hall pack uh chris evans Mm -hmm. okay there you go i'm i'm gonna uh while you guys talk I'm going to mute this and I'm going to ask Stone what his is because I'm very curious now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you sleep with the top sheet or are you crazy like Gabby and sleep on top of your comforter? No, we don't have a top sheet, but (laughs) I do have a system because the dogs get a top sheet. So (laughs) when we wake up in the morning, we take off the comforter, take off the pillows, they get their own pillows and they get a top sheet on top of that. And then they're doggy blankets because they're dirty ass hoes and I don't want them on my sheets. True story. Stone's a kiss ass. Oh. <laughs> he said, he said, he said, you're a celebrity. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my That's God. Cheating. Oh my Give us a real answer. I want to <laughs> know. Oh, uh, he'll probably come up with one later. It's fine. I'm content with that <laughs> for now. <laughs> um let's see have you ever experienced imposter syndrome every damn day (laughs) it's hard because I experience it with book writing and I experience it at work a lot because I'll like I'll send a design in and then it's like total anxiety for a good five minutes until someone says they like it 
or even like, I feel like I'm not doing enough work or I'm not doing work fast enough, but it's all my own insecurities. I don't think anyone at work has like ever said, this is trash. It's usually like, oh, let's just change this or change this or swap this up. Mm-hmm. We get I, a little bit. But I think that's why I wanted to like pull in two new alpha readers. Not that I don't trust you guys. Yeah. But you love things too much. And I'm like, <laughs> is it just because they love me? And even Chris, like, if he says he loves something, I'm like, it's only because I'm with you. Like, you don't love it. So that's like, that's bad. That's, oh, don't I, like that's, that's I do more, that too. That's more of like, when I read your book. <laughs> when I get to go through and edit, I already promised you, I'll be mean if you want me to be mean. <laughs> you can, yeah, I don't, that's the thing. Like, be mean about the structure and all that stuff, but let me know if the story is going to go somewhere. Cause that's like, I can fix structure and typos and grammar, but does the like story the content have, yeah does the story have yeah goals? yeah oh. i'll let you know that's that so for far. me too please make me Except cry the whole like a little bit <laughs> make me cry and that zach person you put in there for some for oh, I, know. <laughs> I, know. I and i knew that too like when i was writing that scene i was like what the fuck are their names and i, I don't think i ever went back and like confirmed what their names were i just went through and wrote it <laughs> But I think I have Luke and a random, random that's what we're for. about two pages. Luke gets replaced with Zach. Yes, but I fixed it so Britt doesn't get too far. <laughs> when you see comments about who I was the like fuck commenting, is who the fuck is Zach? Did I miss something? <laughs> but I do I think I'm gonna cut out. I think I'm gonna cut out that scene because I don't think it adds anything to the plot. I feel mm-hmm. like I, I feel like I did that for me. I didn't do that for the story. Yeah, I did. Uh, um, um, yep. Yeah. Same thing with Hector. That was all for me. That wasn't for the story. You know, you can keep it though for like bonus content when you have a website and stuff and be like, this was going to be in there. Here you go. Mm -hmm. Bonus content's always fun. Yeah. Save everything you write. Even if it sucks, save it. (laughs) You can always tweak it later. Yes. Um, Let's see. Relationship deal breakers. Cheating. Yep. Cheating, like in cheating in like secret lives, things mm-hmm. like that. It doesn't even have to be like a cheating secret life, just like a secret life. Like I, I can't deal with that. No, I understand. That. So Chris can't be a spy. <laughs> well, I feel like okay, <laughs> that's different. <laughs> I feel like that's different. It's like having different friends that you don't know about, or they don't know about you. Oh yeah. Or, hobbies that you don't know about or a job you don't know about or a job you don't know about. <laughs> I'm an accountant you you're a what <laughs> when <laughs> are you an a tiktok accountant or an accountant accountant are you an account or an accountant <laughs> yeah right <laughs> um astrology sun moon and rising uh scorpio virgo and taurus yay Taurus I am like I am a full-on October Scorpio like <laughs> definition like that's all me <laughs> all you and I need to, yeah I need to dive more into the whole Virgo and Taurus thing I always ignore those <laughs> See, I don't know much about mine either like the my other ones I don't know much about them I need to know more yeah I don't know much about them but something to work on Mm-hmm. <laughs> um favorite conspiracy theory 
aliens like they're they're out there and like they're doing shit and they've been here before and you can't tell me differently didn't the like was it like last year like last summer like didn't the u.s military come out with something like yeah there's been ships that we don't that aren't from here that have come like they were like yeah it was like like some paper or something it was like totally skimmed over by like everyone and i was like we're just gonna go past that like they didn't just just skip it (laughs) yeah see i wish that there was like ice planet barbarian type aliens (laughs) that i don't have to be afraid of did y'all see that article did did we send that article where it says that we probably couldn't have sex with the aliens (laughs) (laughs) yeah i saw that one i'm like don't ruin shit for me (laughs) it was real for me not hoth is real okay (laughs) it's real don't say that it was real they don't they don't scare me in a way because we don't have anything they would want right like really are you sure what, i don't what know the hot guys wanted some women real bad <laughs> besides that besides flesh reva like, said abduct me <laughs> i don't know but yeah that that's mine all right that's it that's, that's me. it you're done okay, so jess is next who is gonna ask me questions i'll ask you questions jess and then Gabby, you can ask Ash's questions. Okay. And I'll ask Brit. Okay. okay. Jesus, computer. So confusing. Okie dokie. <laughs> so what is your favorite food? Pizza. What kind of pizza? <laughs> Just cheese. Yum. Just cheese. Are you are you a all or nothing kind of person? <laughs> that a book? That's a book reference. And then what is your favorite type of crust? Thin crust. Green. Ooh. See, I need to have pizza. My absolute, Mm. I usually make homemade pizza because it's cheaper and I don't have to wait. I can make it and not have to wait for a delivery man to decide that it's my time to to shine. Um, But if I'm not hand making my pizza, the Pizza Hut does this the crust butter flavor thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Buddy. Don't I can eat like- that for like every meal of the day and never be tired of it. Oh, I love pizza. <laughs> Do you dunk? I your- shouldn't, but I could. Question. Your- yeah. Pineapple, does it belong on pizza or not? I know you just said you like cheese, but. I think that if you can put it on a pizza and you would eat it, then it doesn't matter what I think about what goes on your pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Thank no. you. <laughs> no. Because, well, Andrew eats. Um, not it's not a hawaiian pizza because it's bacon and pineapple mm-hmm. but he so it's not ham and pineapple he does bacon he likes bacon. i do stuff. pepperoni and pineapple I, and it's not even like the taste it's the texture that bothers me i don't like yeah. pineapples on um, pizza or in any form mm-hmm. so and but i mean we get half and half pizza and i'm not gonna be like grossed out if a pineapple nope. flavor is no nope. part of the nope <laughs> never <laughs> pineapple anywhere near my pizza uh-uh. yeah I feel like, gross, like, onions. like if there was onions on his half of the pizza and they got on my half of the pizza then we'd have to have a conversation oh, yeah. but I'm cool I'm, I'm not gonna I'm cool with that if there's a pineapple on my half of the pizza I'll just pick it off and move along I still have like I still have issues with pineapple because remember back in the day they would say if guys ate pineapple they're uh-huh yeah that thing <laughs> mm-hmm yeah have you guys related but not related have you guys seen the tiktok videos where if you like 
chug pineapple juice before your wisdom teeth surgery, it, you don't swell. Yeah. I've seen mm-hmm. that. Where the hell was this when I got my wisdom teeth taken right? out? You didn't have to talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have Derek try it because he has to get his uh, wisdom teeth pulled. So I'm like. Please have him try it and report back. Yeah, yes. that's what I'll do. But did y'all know, fun fact, that a pineapple actually eats you back when you eat it? Yes. Yep, that I said. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that. I, like I just it imagine. So my dad, when growing up in Hawaii, he would always take us to the Dole pineapple plant. And um, he said that he always imagined, which was weird, um, a pineapple with a tongue. Because because it eats you back, so I'm like, ew. <laughs> I don't like that even more. I don't really know. <laughs> okay, moving on. Let's <laughs> Question please. I'm gonna draw that now. Yeah. <laughs> top five comfort reads. Um, Mercy Thompson series by Patricia Briggs will always be my number one. Um, if you haven't read it, it's urban fantasy set in Washington State. Um, pretty awesome is that um, this, sorry is that on the spreadsheet i don't think so it's not spicy like at all okay uh, if we had a non-spicy section yeah, if, we do. if we have a non-spicy tab i'm sure i put it in there because it's like okay. i recommend where we made a non-spicy okay mm-hmm. if we haven't we will <laughs> um, uh anything by scarlet um the bridge kingdom anything by danielle jensen mm-hmm. she's a goddess yeah, I'm so pissed yeah. about that one. Um, from Blood and Ash is getting uh, up. Like, it's something that I could reread just for, like, shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Kate Daniels series by Alona Andrews. It's another, it's another urban fantasy, but it's, it's really good. I enjoy that one, too. Well, yeah, my TBR just got longer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, they're the <laughs> so I will say the Mercy Thompson series is 10 books with an 11th one coming out next spring and the Kate Dan series is nine books so I have commitment issues as we all know <laughs> um so I like the long series <laughs> but, um, all the books like they're not you could read them all technically individually if you wanted to mm-hmm. but the same characters it's just like different it's like almost like episodes kind of mm-hmm. okay. Like they're they're doing something different each book. It's not a continuation of one big story. That's at least fun. the Mercy Thompson isn't. Uh, so you think of like um like Nancy Drew and stuff like yeah, that. almost it's kind of like I love that. Not to um jump on your question train, but I want to do that so bad. And I mentioned it to you guys a long time ago, and then I re-mentioned it to Ash recently. But I want to do a Jensen Ackles book like that where it's a spinoff of the world that I'm writing right now and I was thinking about like the premise is they meet in a shitty hotel room one night stand but then it turns into like a hunter frenemies like they get competitive about this creature that they're hunting and they're like Mm -hmm. taking the same path and they always end up in the same area and they're like trying to solve this mystery I will pay you significant amounts of money (laughs) I was like (laughs) I need it but it, it is a good series if you're looking into doing something like that kind of episodic thing because mm-hmm. it's a continuation like there's an overarching plot of the cup the main couple getting figuring out their relationship shit and getting together yeah which doesn't happen to like book four so it's not spicy like at all mm-hmm. um keep that in mind 
Um, but you... like each book, they have a new monster to fight. Mm. But the same characters like are repeated throughout, and it's just a really good series. I really enjoy it. How wasn't big are there? The books? I could read like probably two of them in in a day. Okay, um, they're not super time consuming. Wasn't there a book that you had read recently, Jess, that was like Dean Winchester, but make it spicy? Yeah, and, were like, and that, eh. that yes. book I wanted to write this one because Jess told us how horrible it was. So, <laughs> and I was like, okay, well then I will do my own. And I saw TikTok and it was Dean Winchester, but make it spicy. So I got the first book, which was not on Kindle Unlimited. So I paid like the $7 or whatever it cost. And I was like, Dean Winchester, but spicy? Fuck yeah, I'll pay $7 for that. It was not spicy. There mm. were Dean Winchester vibes, but there was like one makeout scene. And I was not paying to get a, a second book because I had been so woefully let down by the first one. Nice. I might check it out from the library. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. If there's well, nothing my feelings else were a read. little hurt though. I was like, I was told this would be spicy. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's next on my list. We'll see. Like, and I, it would be different if, like, I was told, like, the series is spicy, but I was told that specific first book was spicy, and it was fucking not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could have been spicy to somebody. Yeah, I guess. But, but I not don't think me. that's spicy, though. I feel like that. No. Like, yeah, there were, like, two scenes, and there was a lot of sexual tension, but that's not spice. That's, that's not spice. That's mm-hmm. sexual I think it's just, like, a again, it's a perception issue of what people constitute as spice or not that needs right. to be addressed, but mm-hmm. don't advertise your book as being Dean Winchester, but spicy when it's really just Dean Winchester on CW. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, Dean Winchester, what is your favorite music? I like rock music. Okay. So I grew up on um, pretty much exclusively 80s and 90s hair metal because both of my parents were into that so whenever we went to like elementary school and they would ask you like what's your favorite musician mine was Gus for the longest time and Motley Crue (laughs) so that kind of has (laughs) informed my adulthood as well um because Andrew's the same way um he likes that kind of music too and his dad and my dad both have similar tastes and everything um I'm started to branch out a little bit when I was younger too my mom liked country music too because she was raised on a farm and everything so I do country and rock but I tend to lean more towards the outlaw country if anybody knows what that means yeah Yeah. I'm I'm sure Ash does but I like that kind of stuff um my guilty pleasure for country is big and rich the original bro country Mm. Oh, god yes i could listen <laughs> to them shit. all day and they have the most stupidest songs on the face of the planet and so just- dumb fantastic though <laughs> <laughs> um but and i'll just continue on this music tangent my most recent obsession is so you guys all probably have songs with your spouse mm. mine is from a band called dinosaur pileup it's a british alt rock band and they're fucking ridiculous but it's great <laughs> Um, so they put out a new album so I've been listening to that on repeat for a while mm, that's awesome that's cool um if you could live anywhere in the world where would you go so I'm not a beach girl I burn way too easily for that um but if I could run away to like the Scottish Highlands and like hide in the mountains and nobody could talk to me again okay. sign me up for that yeah that'd be oh. awesome 
Would Andrew be jealous of all the Highlanders? Probably. <laughs> Mainly because like he used to have really long hair before he joined the military. Like my hair's in a braid, but it's it's pretty long. His was longer than mine and like spiral curls, like mm. really tight curls. Oh my God. And he shaved it all off when he joined the Coast Guard. And he's like, I'm never going to grow it back out again because he realized how much work it was. <laughs> um, like he went from having like, washing your hair is like a, an ordeal and now he can take five minute showers um but he said he would grow his beard back out again mm. um so he probably would be Can you have a beard in the military do you have to keep like clean shaven completely have a mustache he's not allowed to have a mustache <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh gosh what is when we were moving we moved for like it took us three weeks from start to finish he didn't shave the whole time and so he had a nice little scruff going and I was like I miss it and then he shaved and was like a baby again oh <laughs> were you guys planning on it being a three weeks I forget we were um so okay. we planned it was because my dad and his dad flew out to Seattle to drive with us because we were taking both of our cars and it's a pretty long drive so yeah. we could switch off better um so we took four days to get from Seattle to Kentucky where both of our families live and then we spent a week in Kentucky and then did the last leg from Kentucky to Maine. Okay. So, so it normally would have taken probably like a week, maybe a, like eight days. Yeah. Um, but we stretched it out so we could both spend time with our families in Kentucky. That's good. So your favorite holiday is also my favorite holiday. Oh, Halloween. <laughs> when my, me and my, I'm a twin as well. Um, I'm an identical twin. Um, so me and my sister we're born three days before Halloween. We, my mom had a C-section, so she had to stay in the hospital longer. So we actually didn't go home until Halloween. And the nurses dressed up, uh, dressed us up in pumpkin onesies to send us home. That's so so it's been game over ever since. We're both spooky. <laughs> That's awesome. What is your favorite Halloween memory? Um, I think it's more of a collective memory, I would say, because one, there's two that come to mind. One, I dressed up as a pirate every year for like six years when I was a child. <laughs> like I got, I had like a wooden sword, but it was not like one of those cheap wooden swords. Like it was an actual really nice, real realistic looking wooden cutlass. Um, <laughs> I don't know why my parents thought that it was okay to give that to me. Um, but I dressed up as a pirate in a different costume every year for six years, which should inform my fascination and the fact that I have a Jack Sparrow tattoo on my arm. Mm -hmm. Um, but the, so that's like the overall like happy one. The other one that I have is not as happy, but it's not like bad. It's, we always had our birthday party on Halloween mm -hmm. when we were little because like kids would go out on Halloween. So we would always have my birthday, our, mine and my sister's birthday party on Halloween. Well, one year we had a sleepover. My uncle, my dad's uncle, my great uncle loves scaring people. It's like his favorite thing to do. So we're having this sleepover. He lives like 30 minutes from us. So we were not expecting to see him. So he comes, I don't know it's him, but there's someone outside where we're sleeping over knocking on the window. So all of us start like freaking out. And then, so we're like, we get my dad and he goes like, he's like, no, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. Well, the power goes out. Oh no. And then there's this super, super tall figure in the doorway. And like, I didn't, my uncle's a short man. I didn't think it was him. Well, after all the screaming and everything has subsided, 
my uncle put on stripper boots <laughs> so that we wouldn't recognize him to come scare us. So he had on stripper boots and a Grim Reaper outfit. <laughs> my God. <laughs> yeah. How old were you? Like nine or ten. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, Abby, please draw a sticker. <laughs> like it was the first. He was when he the knocking <laughs> started. Like that was my first. <laughs> that was my first thought. Was oh my god, Uncle Mike is like fucking with us. But then the figure was, and I was like, that's too tall to be him. I don't know anybody that tall. Gabby, are you going to draw this? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I have a picture of the boots. Um, oh my God. I'll have to find it. Oh um, I just yeah. imagine, you know, Patrick Starr when he has the... Yes. <laughs> so much I had in my head. <laughs> okay. Um, serious question. How did you like sharing a birthday with your sister? Because... My sister and I are 10 days apart, and so um, we always did, like, joined birthday parties. I'm sorry. <laughs> and um, my parents are going like to listen to this and be like, I forgot about that. And I'm like, no, you didn't. You were in on it. <laughs> Don't forget my okay. trauma. <laughs> uh, so how did you like that? Because I feel like once I got older, I hated, I hated sharing a birthday with my little sister, but I was fine with the sharing of like the birthday itself and the birthday party. The thing that always got me was when people would get us the same thing. Cause okay. we're twins, but we're like, we're not those twins that are exactly the same. We're like very much opposite personalities in most ways. Like our, we have a lot of similarities. I mean, we're twins, but our interests and stuff never really meshed and coincided until just like really recently. Um, so when people would get us the same thing, like it would be something that only one of us was interested in. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, oh, one twin likes it. The other one will too. And we were always talked about as a collective. It was never Jessica and it was never Caitlin. It was Jess mm-hmm. and Kate or the twins. Mm-hmm. We didn't have names. It was the twins. Um, so sharing the birthday wasn't bad. It was when people didn't treat us like we were individual people. Because like I said, we didn't have the same interests growing up until we hit like last year, maybe the last couple of years since we moved out on our own. So when they would get us stuff, it would be like, it would either be a shared gift or it would be the same thing, but two of them. And I was like, only one of us is going to play with this. And now she just has two of them. (laughs) Yeah. Like, makes sense. I have a sad story related to that because my brother and I have the same birthday, but we're three years apart. How did your do that <laughs> yeah um and called, so we um, always had our birthday twin. together so, no that was an accident like he stole my birthday <laughs> my parents my parents planned um baby making for new oh. years oh that makes sense nice yeah no my uh so my brother is the extrovert and so he always like we always shared our birthdays um but my brother always had more people come because he was the extrovert. And so he always got more gifts and everything. And I was, you know, when you're little, you're like, what about me? And, and the even sadder part is that my family on my dad's side, so we have different dads. My aunts and uncles on my dad's side would always remember my brother's birthday and forget it was my birthday too. No. no. Yeah. That's the worst. So, That's messed yeah. up. 
Yeah. How do you forget? So that was always good. <laughs> I do have the same birthday. That's just my, my dad's sister. Like still to this day, she'll like send my brother a text message and forget like that it's also my birthday, and she'll be like, "Oh yeah, and happy birthday to you too, Brittany." And I'm just like, "Thank you." You know that meme that <laughs> so I sent much. earlier with the girl holding the sign in the window? I mean, yeah. yeah. Vicky Valencourt. Yes. I, love I, I feel yeah. that way right I now. I love that movie. That's like one of my <laughs> comfort movies. Any like any old Adam Sandler movie is my comfort movie. They're perfect. But also I would like to point out how weird it is that I did not know that all of us had siblings close to our birthday because me and my brother are three years apart, but our birthdays are six days apart. That's Oops. freaking weird because my we sister and I are three years apart. Seven, uh, 10 days. Our birthdays are 10 days apart. Seven. We also shared birthday parties up until I hit teenage years. Wow. Yeah, I think it's weird. harder when it's boy girl because then yeah. it's like they're very different and you want different things. Like my sister and I was we're identical twins. We weren't fraternal, so we were the same, we're the same gender. So it was what it was just a girl's party, but it was always mm-hmm. a Halloween party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like that was always the easiest way to do it because that's what we both liked too, was it was always Halloween. Can yeah. you be identical twins with a boy? Yeah. No. no. I don't think oh. so. Identical twins is when it's the same cell or the same egg that splits. So it's going to be the same gender. And then fraternal twins is two eggs. Mm-hmm. So they can be different genders. I thought even, I thought you, your sex wasn't determined until you were formed because there's a step. Not with where, twins. Oh, not with twins. I was going to say, because I know mm-hmm. there's a step where based off your chromosomes or whatever, that's when it depends on if you get a wiener or a hoo-ha. <laughs> Someone's going to have to correct us. Someone who has a scientific I mean, background correct us, but I'm pretty sure that it's the number of eggs that gets fertilized that determines if it's identical or fraternal. And if you're an identical, it means that you were the same egg that got fertilized and that split, which means that you genetically you have to be the same gender. Identical twins share 99 point something percent of their DNA. So we're wrong. If are we, we are we? We're wrong. Yeah. You Read can it to have, me. Sometimes <laughs> Let me identical, close. <laughs> sometimes identical twins can be assigned the sex of a boy and a girl at birth. These twins start off as identical males with XY sex chromosomes, but shortly after the egg divides, a genetic mutation called Turner syndrome occurs, leaving one twin with the chromosome XO. And that's yeah. where mm-hmm. that's cool. Didn't know yeah. that. Because I remember there, I remember that when you don't know this, your sex isn't determined until that that part of the yeah until later yeah so I just I thought it was the same egg it was the same chromosomes one thing I learned with twins is when they do the gendering for twins if you um do the blood test and they get female that means that both are females if you get male that means that at least one are male and there's a possible that the other one could be female oh you know So another fun fact that nobody asked for, um, (laughs) in my high school class, like in my grade, there were four sets of twins. There were two identical sets of girl, girl. So there was me and my sister and then another girl and her sister. And then there were two fraternal sets of girl, boy, but we were all in the same grade. So whenever someone said the twins, they always had to specify which of the four sets of twins they were talking about. (laughs) Did you guys ever do creepy stuff when you were kids? No. Because I wrote The only creepy thing that we do, and we still do it, is we'll answer, like, a question or say something at the exact same time, and it sounds like only one person is talking. Because I wrote... 
That it freaks my out. mom out. <laughs> there's there's creepy. There's there's a cre- creepy twin set in my book. Yeah, yes. I love it. Mm-hmm. And then my mom, for the longest time, even mm-hmm. now, sometimes she can't tell us apart on the phone. <laughs> so unless she like sees who's calling her, she has to wait until one of us gives her a clue of who's talking. <laughs> God. We used to trick my dad like that. Like he would call my sister and I would answer her phone and then just talk to him as long as possible until he would <laughs> finally figure it out. <laughs> or sometimes he'll call me and be like, hi, how are you? How's LA? And I'm like, what? dad, you, you have the wrong daughter. <laughs> <laughs> but we could never do like the trading places things. Cause like we never looked the same, mm-hmm. at least to us, we didn't. She always had her hair short and I like my hair long. So like she always had short hair. Even now, she still always has short hair, and I look awful with short hair. Um, but she pulls it off really nicely. Like she has a pixie cut with an undercut right now, like all the way around, mm. and it like it looks good on her. And her hair's um, black and green, and it like so we never really looked identical. Like they would dress us up in the same thing. Like I have a Christmas picture that we took when we were really little. We were in the exact same dress, the exact same shoes. My hair was long and hers was short. But other than that, we looked exactly the same. So we never really looked identical enough that we could get away with like switching or anything. No parent trap kind of stuff. No parent trap kind of stuff. Not for us. That's cool though. Although my parents did tell us that they left our hospital wristbands on us until, so they could tell us apart. And then when those broke, they painted our toenails different colors. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I hate when parents- I don't either. I hate when parents get changed for not being able They're to get the part. They all look right? the same. I can't, yeah, I can't even tell a baby from some other baby half the time. <laughs> like, like, like little wrinkled old men. I don't know who's who. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, Moving on. We've been talking yeah. for a long time. <laughs> Do you sleep with a top sheet? By choice. <laughs> if it was up to me, a top sheet would not exist in this universe. Andrew thinks it's the best thing ever, so we sleep with one. I always kick it off in the middle of the night, which is what I've done since I was little, which is why I never slept with one, because they just wouldn't get me one, because I would kick it off. So we have one on our bed, but I do not sleep under it. Does he sleep with a top sheet and a blanket on top of him? Top sheet and a comforter, yes. Jesus Christ. I will will go pee, and I will come back, and Chris's full-on ass is hanging off the bed because he doesn't like having anything on top of him. And so anytime I open the door and the light shines, it's just booty. (laughs) (laughs) So right now, actually, it's kind of, we're still getting the hang of our new thermostat because it's one of those really fancy smart ones. Um, So it's really cold in here. So we have, um, my grandmother makes crochets afghans, like the blankets. Um, I have way too many, but we have one of those on our bed in between the top sheet and the comforter. And I like sleeping under those more than the comforter because the comforters are too heavy for me mm-hmm. or like too bulky. Yeah. So right now I'm sleeping under just this obnoxious, and I'll show it to you, this obnoxious bright pink afghan. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got like the sheet and the comforter and sometimes the afghan too. Um, but yeah, he likes all the things and I like some of the things, but top sheets is not one of them. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I'm like not a top sheet kind of gal. Mm. Um, have you ever experienced imposter syndrome? All the fucking time. <laughs> so I'm starting that PA thing that we were talking about earlier. And I was talking to C. Rochelle's PA, Nadine. And I was like, 
oh my God, how the fuck am I going to do this? I have no idea what I'm doing. And she's like, slow down. And like is asking me specific questions. And I was like, that really helped Thanks. And she's like, I could tell you were freaking out. So sometimes just specifics help. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I know what I'm doing. But as soon as someone messages me, I'm like, boom, boom, I knew nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so Nadine has been super, super helpful with me understanding the ins and outs. And she's just so nice. That's awesome. I'm glad there's someone that can like guide you. Yeah, me too. So I also talk with Leah a lot, who is Scarlett's, one of Scarlett's official PAs. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to think that her street team is her other unofficial one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been talking with Leah and we've been had some chats about like what she does for Scarlett that a lot of us just don't see from behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, and just getting her input on how I should structure things. And then talking with Nadine, and then she added me to a group chat of other PAs. So I've been talking to some of them. Um, but Nadine's been super, super helpful in the whole thing. And she's just a nice person, anyways. And she sent me a picture of a goat she was babysitting. <laughs> Aww, so That's cute. Awesome. That's so cute. She was farm sitting for a friend and sent me pictures of some goats. And I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> is Nadine, is she local to Maine too? Or no, she's in Canada. Mm. Hmm. I cannot be more specific than that okay <laughs> Quebec Ontario one of those two Canada is freaking huge I know yeah. she's it's in the, the eastern United side States. of Canada I know okay. that okay Got so it. that's narrowed it down to half of Canada the eastern half of Canada that's all I got <laughs> yeah usually it's Montreal or Quebec is on this the main side of- yeah anyways Uh, any relationship deal breakers so cheating obviously is one big one but like if we go out and the person I'm with is a jackass Mm -hmm. like other people nope game over see you bye like if you're rude to like waiters Mm -hmm. or obnoxious oh my gosh yeah grocery Mm -hmm. store people like the clerk or the bagger or whatever Nope. I have, a, no, thank I have you. a story about that that I'll have to tell y'all later because it's a long one, but it has to do with my mother. <laughs> <laughs> See, Chris has a vendetta against cyclists. Andrew does. He does not think that Sharon, he's going to like bust in here and be like, they shouldn't be on the road. But it's like oh. this whole thing. <laughs> we have, because yeah. we have a big trail and a lot of the roads cross the trail and the cyclists won't stop like they have stop signs and this goes back to him being a cop because cyclists mm-hmm. do not follow road rules they don't. They, oh like, they, don't. they don't have to so they're supposed to and I say it in my head every single time yeah but no because mm-hmm. our ACs doesn't work in the Kia so mm-hmm. the windows are open and he can easily just yell at the window like you're supposed to stop but yeah <laughs> Mm-hmm. or it. if there if there's like because you're, you're only supposed to ride two per like two next to each other but mm-hmm. they don't do that here they, they'll ride six and take up the whole lane he <laughs> stopped really? he told me a story where he stopped about 20 cyclists and gave them all tickets i love that follow the rules of the road <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or get um, run over because we're yes. out in the country too so the cyclists they are all over the place and the roads are like this so or like curved so you can't really see the other lane coming towards you so i have to go really really slow behind them because they don't get out of the way i have to wait until i pass over the hill so i can make sure that i can go over safely but it's so irritating 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So cyclists. <laughs> so you're uh, astrology three. I'm a Scorpio sun, Libra moon, and a Capricorn rising. Mm. What is your favorite thing about being a Scorpio? The automatic assumption that I'm going to be creepy as hell <laughs> makes me feel very empowered. <laughs> I don't know if I told you guys this, but my hair, I, I feel like I told you guys this in one of the episodes, my hairdresser, I went to high school with and we shared the same bus, but she never talked to me because she thought I was a murderer. <laughs> automatic <laughs> assumption that you're going to be creepy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Love I, love being a I also love, so... Obviously, I shared the exact same signs as my sister. We were born two minutes apart, I believe. It was however fast they could grab one and grab the other because my mom had a C-section because my sister was breached and I was sideways. Mm. So we were not nice to my mother. (laughs) But so it's really interesting with astrology to see we're the same signs, but our personalities are very different and seeing what overlaps in the signs, like descriptions and what, how we can interpret it to apply still to both of us and both of us still identify with those. Cause my sister's also a witch in case anyone's curious. Um, she got into it a lot soon and like accepted that path, I guess, a lot sooner than I did. Um, we both always like Lexi just been into that, like Whenever, whenever I go somewhere, I have to pick up a rock and take it home with me. Um, so when we went to Sidebar, we went to the Portland Head Lighthouse when we first got here, which is like one of the really nice lighthouses, like very picturesque. Um, but my husband and his dad were with us and they went down to like, you could climb on the cliffs and they went down and Andrew was like shouting at me and I'm trying to get my attention. And I'm half deaf, like legitimately I'm deaf in my right ear. So I couldn't hear him. And so I was like doing like hand motions to him. And he comes back up later when they're done. And he's like, I got you a rock. <laughs> cute. That's so That's cute. cute. Mm. That's um, so that is- he won't ever admit to it, but he is. <laughs> it's funny that they do things like that without thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He just saw a cool rock and he knew that I would like it. So he brought yeah. it back up for me. He was asking if I wanted a big one or a little one, but I couldn't hear him. So he brought me the big one in case anyone was curious. <laughs> <laughs> always go big. Go big or go home. <laughs> um, what is your favorite conspiracy theory? So this is not like a personal, like I believe it, but this is the funniest one to me is that the moon landing was a hoax. <laughs> oh my gosh. Don't get me started. <laughs> I absolutely love reading stuff about that from people who like genuinely believe it it's fascinating (laughs) um I don't know what happened but Stone's aunt is like 100% a believer in that and if you bring it up she goes on this like whole freaking rant and it becomes a thing and I like sat and listened to them like I think it was Stone and and her argue for like an hour and I'm like (laughs) (laughs) just like like, there's never anyone who's just indifferent either you believe it was real or you believe with your entire existence that it was fake yep never anyone who's just like oh I don't care it may have been real it may not have been like yeah it doesn't personally affect me but just seeing the people that are like no it's fake and like but going after that with their full being (laughs) hilarious (laughs) 
what were you gonna say it's like we have satellites and shit right excuse me like they say it with their whole chest and Mm -hmm. they believe it (laughs) whatever i don't know if that's like my favorite one but that's the funniest Mm -hmm. one i wonder how they feel about aliens I don't know. <laughs> Let's not get into that. Um, <laughs> so do you want to share your day job or do you want to continue with? The we can whole? continue on. Okay. Because um, now I'm you're just being... answering all the questions. So I had something to talk about. So, well, now you're being a badass PA. So we don't oh. worry about what was before. Oh, la, la, la. oh, okay. Talk about Andrew a little bit more. Andrew. So I met Andrew in college. Um, so my school, I went to Eastern Kentucky University um, out in the sticks, um, but they had this thing for incoming freshmen and it was like a camp thing. We went out and like we got to meet other incoming freshmen and got to do like early orientation because I was a nerd and shit and it was, it was fun. It was like summer camp, but it was all for like the incoming freshmen to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. Well, my camp group was one of the guys that was in it was ended up being Andrew's roommate. So like I was hanging out with my friends from my camp group who happened to be, he was like, can I bring my roommate? He hasn't met anybody yet. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, that's fine. Like there's plenty of room for all of us. Um, so that's how I met him. And he had a girlfriend at the time when we met. Um, so we were just friends. Um, we had this thing, so the IHOP and our college town was open 24 hours. And on Thursday nights, they had 199 short stacks for pancakes. Mm-hmm. So we would always go out on Thursday nights and get pancakes, all of us together. Um, so I, like we got to know each other. It was cool. And then we got closer. Him and his girlfriend broke up. We got together pretty quickly. Um, I will admit. Same. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how it is. He dropped out of college. Um, I kept going. He joined the Coast Guard. I stayed behind. He so he shipped out to Washington. I stayed behind to graduate college. Um, he actually flew in to surprise me for my graduation. And he's you know, like cute. He was all adorable and shit. Did you record it? His mom did. Aww. I think I have the video. I'll have to send it to you guys, please. Because I was expecting his mom and his dad to be there. Um, like they had told me they were going to be. So I was like, I wasn't surprised to see them walking towards me. But then he had snuck up behind me. And he was so mad that I didn't cry. (laughs) And I was like, dude, I am so anxious right now. I could not cry if you demanded it of me. (laughs) He's like, you better cry. (laughs) And that he, the one time he did make me cry. So you all have met Nebula. I don't know where she is right now. Probably running around doing crazy things. But Nebula was my birthday present last year. So we had been talking about getting a cat because when he was on, when he, when we were in Washington, where he was stationed, they would go out on the water, like not deploy, but they would go out for like one or two weeks at a time. So I was home by myself a lot. And I still hadn't made a lot of friends in Washington because, you know, the pandemic had everything closed. I couldn't meet anybody. Um, so we'd been talking about a dog and he was like, no, I don't really want a dog. You'd have to take care of it because he'd be gone. It's like, okay, that's fine. Well, what about a cat? And he was like, well, I'm allergic. He thinks he thinks he was allergic to cats um, because he's allergic to his sister's cat. I'm rambling. I'm going to get to a point here soon. (laughs) Bear with me. (laughs) Well, Um, I think this this ties up everything because our last question was Nebula. Her baby. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So 
we were talking about it. We looked at a couple. The one that we had looked at initially got adopted before we could get our information request put in. Um, so we just kind of dropped it and never really did anything. And then one day, so my birthday's in October, but one day in September of last year, he was like, hey, tomorrow we need to get up kind of early. Um, we're going to go somewhere. Just will you set an alarm? Because he, sidebar, he cannot wake up to an alarm to save his motherfucking life. Ever. <laughs> so he was like, we need to get up kind of early. Will you set an alarm? <laughs> I was like, yeah, where are we going? He's like, oh, it's a surprise. And he, I was like, well, do I need to dress nice? Like, can I wear my jeans? Give me some context. Mm -hmm. So I can um so we went and we got on the ferry like to go across the water and I was like because I'd only been on a ferry once before and I was like is the ferry my surprise because I was like hype <laughs> that we were on this ferry <laughs> and he was like no the ferry's not your surprise it's just on the way so we get off the ferry I'm like secretly kind of bummed because the town on the other side of the ferry looked like really cool to explore and shit and I was like well where are we going we keep driving and he's like all right you have to close your eyes now and I was like, why do I have to close my eyes? He's like, because there's signs. You have to close your eyes. So I closed my eyes. Not recommended in windy roads, BT dubs. So he's like, he's pulling into a, I can, it's a gravel parking lot. I can hear like the gravel. So we pull into a parking lot. He's like, okay, you can open your eyes. And we're sitting under this sign and it says Kitsap County Humane Society. And I was like, we're eating a kitty really and then busted into tears <laughs> Aww. and then we went in and we picked out a cat um there were a couple we were looking at um they both liked me like they came up to me but only nebula came up to him so we went with her we took her home she was trying to get out of her little box the entire time home and then the rest is history and she hasn't shut up since <laughs> <laughs> How, no. that's our skin how we got a demon possessing a black cat Aww. the best kinds of cats yeah she's pretty cool the only thing that really bothers me about her is this whole cord thing that she's going through <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cords are expensive yeah they are i yeah. like she's not dealing with like all the horrible anxiety from moving because i know that like they will oh, like so pee everywhere and like if anyone has seen my instagram stories while i was moving that cat was the most chill thing I have ever seen in my entire life. I need to make like a post of all the pictures that I took of her, but she, we had tote boxes in the back of my car and I made her like a little bed on top of one of them so that she could roam around. Cause if she's in her carrier for more than five minutes, she starts like wailing and I could not drive for 10 hours a day listening to her wailing. Um, so we let her out and like run around the car and she would nap and she'd be like hanging off the boxes like this with her eyes closed and like her feet up in the air, just chilling. She was so completely cute. fine. We had one slight mishap in South Dakota. We went out for dinner. Um, me, Andrew, and then both of our dads, we went out to dinner. We left her in the hotel room. Because it was a pet-friendly room, so it had they had to get two doors open to get to where she was. And we had a sign on the door that said, there's a pet in the room. Don't open the fucking door. Um, we come back. Usually when you open the door, any door, she comes running to you. Nowhere to be found. I start, like, hyperventilating. I'm like, where's the fucking cat? This room is tiny. So I look under the bed. She's not there. I look in, like, the side cubby holes of, like, the nightstands and stuff. She's not there. She's not in the bathroom. She's not in the suitcases. 
And I call my dad who's staying like down the hall. And I'm like, the cat got out, the cat got out, like freaking out. And my dad comes in and Andrew's going down to the front desk, by the way, to ask if he's seen a cat. <laughs> my dad comes in and she crawls out of the fucking box spring. <laughs> oh, God. I was like, I'm sitting here bawling and you're just still chilling in there while we're tearing the room apart looking for her. She's just but, chilling uh, in the box spring. Mm. Hi, baby. <laughs> Nixie. You were talking yeah. about Nubby and I was like, I need to go see Nix. <laughs> Bring in the knees. So yeah so that was our that was our only real mishap with the whole moving thing was she gave me I think she shaved about 20 years off my life mm-hmm. by hiding it sounds a like a cat yeah. and I was like we've lost the cat we've lost the fucking cat in the middle of nowhere South Dakota <laughs> we're at this like sketchy ass econo lodge and we've lost the cat Oh, no. no. We haven't even made it to Kentucky and we've lost the fucking cat. <laughs> no, this bitch has chewed a hole into the box and is just sitting inside the box spring. Oh, well, at least we love her. We do. Yeah, right? She's pretty great. She's True. a big mm-hmm. All right. I'm Before I take up any more time, we've been talking for two hours. Let's get to yes. our other people. Yes. <laughs> Who would like to okay. ask Ash some questions? I will. Okay. okay. Do you want to start with your name? what's your name um I hate my name but because I don't like my full name which is Ashley we go by Ash here because Ashley did y'all ever watch recess yes okay so you know all the Ashleys were like bitches and like blonde and everything (laughs) so that was my like thing and I was like I'm not blonde and I'm not that bitchy I mean I'm a little bitchy but not that bitchy (laughs) And I was like, I'm not an Ashley. So most of my family and friends call me Ash. So that is where that came from. Because I'm not a bitchy blonde Ashley. No, you're not. What is your day job? I work in a very small town, downtown. Um, it's historic downtown. We, I live in the oldest town in Texas. And um, fancy, fancy. Yeah. And <laughs> um, it is a, we do, it's a gift shop. You can uh, register for your wedding there. You can get fitted for tuxedos there. You can rent tuxedos there. You can kind of do everything there because my boss doesn't know how to chill and not <laughs> have something going every five minutes. So uh, I just, can I sidebar for a second? Every time you talk and I hear you talk, my accent gets thicker. Because you are a bad influence, and my husband is going to come out next like three hours because I'm going to be talking like I'm back in Kentucky. Okay, well it doesn't help that all I've been listening to the past two days is Reba McIntyre. So (laughs) that's got my accent out of whack. All right, continue, continue. (laughs) But yeah, but that's where I work. It's a little small town, and we get people from all over the world, which is really weird because I mean it's a tiny small town, and you would think. I mean, we affectionately call it Knack of Nowhere because it's in the middle of the Piney Woods in Texas and, you know, no one would know anything about it, but people come from all over to look at the oldest town in Texas. And so I get to meet people from everywhere every day. So it's kind of fun. That's cool. Cool though. All right. Tell us about your family. Um, so I, use the word that's written there, Gabby. Crotch Goblin and your spouse. Yes. Okay. So, um, spouse is Chris, aka Tap Zaddy. Um, <laughs> we support have... slash spy. Yes. 
Um, we met in 2006. I don't think I've ever told this full story to y'all before. Um, we met in 2006 at a baseball game because um, I was homeschooled. I didn't go to high school, but all my friends went to this one school and um, she was taking me to meet her new boyfriend who was Chris. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and so anyway, so I became friends with the guy group because he played basketball and he'd been playing basketball with the same group of guys since little dribblers and so um we uh became really good friends she dated him on and off she was not a very nice friend she was not a good girlfriend at all to him and like it was always funny the way we became friends because she uh would hand when he would call her to talk to her she'd hand the phone to me because she didn't want to talk to him yeah she was one she's a cheerleader and she was like one of those girls where she dated a guy that played the sport that was playing at the time. So baseball season, baseball boy, basketball season, basketball boy. So nice. like that. yeah. So Chris was just one of the only ones that hadn't dated her before. And so she went for that one. So, but, um, we, they broke up. We became really, really good friends. We were friends for a year before he was like, Hey, you want to go to the movies? And I was like, yeah. And so we went to the movies and then that ended with him, me, him asking me to prom. And then on prom night, he kissed me for the first time. And then that was it for him, apparently, because a month later he was telling me that he was going to marry me. That's cute. Yeah. So cute. We've been together since 2007. Mom and dad. Yes. (laughs) And uh, we got married in 2011. Um, He asked, he, we got engaged on my birthday. I had to go on a scavenger hunt to find my ring. (laughs) <laughs> he's getting all the points he's a very good spy he was very cute because <laughs> he went through I had to go on a scavenger hunt and find all the things that he had saved um from our relationship like our first movie ticket um his old phone that had our first text messages on it and that's stuff. so freaking cute and he's this like, is a movie <laughs> no it's all in a box still in my closet Stop. <laughs> and so um, and at the end of the scavenger hunt, he was there on one knee with the ring. And uh, he was uh, finishing college. It was his last year of college because I refused to marry him until he was done with college. And um, so then uh, we, I wanted to get married on a cool day because I wanted to have a cool wedding date. And so we got married on 11, 11, 11, even though it was a Friday. I love that. And yeah, and then we... Um, we're married for three years before a voice told me that it was time to get pregnant. So we started trying for a baby. And then the crotch goblin came eight months. Well, I got pregnant eight months later. They thought I was going to have to go on fertility drugs because I wasn't getting pregnant. But I was like, no, because that causes twins. And I'm, mm-mm. <laughs> twins are hard. <laughs> I was not about that. I was like, that's okay. I don't want twins for my first kid. So, um, but yeah, so got pregnant with Eminem. AKA Monk, which is what I call her. 90, I don't ever call her. She, if I yell her name, she thinks she's in trouble. <laughs> and so, cause I call her Monk 90% of the time. She's been monkey since she was little, but um, for some reason it got shortened to Monk. And so My mom's name cute. is Monkey too. Yeah. And so she's just Monk. Um, she's seven and absolutely nanners. Um, she will talk your ears off. Her favorite colors are pink and purple and turquoise. 
not blue. Not, not blue. You better get it right, mom. Yes. Specifically <laughs> turquoise. And she's the weirdest kid ever because she's all about the unicorns and everything, but she also has a four foot tall dragon in her room and uh, Steph's dragon. And, but she also is obsessed with Pokemon and video games. So she's a very well-rounded child. Mm -hmm. She's She's got all the good interests. So, but yeah, she has a major things for wolves and dragons. So she gets that from me. But the first published author out of the five of us. Yeah, mm-hmm. hopefully that's what she says. She, her um, her career choices when she's older, she wants to be a writer, and oh. but then she also wants to organize things at Walmart. I don't know where this came from. I don't know why that's a thing, but she's very like wants the OCD like her daddy. <laughs> but yeah, that's her thing. So she wants to be Love a writer. That. And she wants to research animals, and then she wants to work at Walmart. So she's gonna be very busy. She's well rounded. Wally World. She's a well rounded child. Yeah. (laughs) All right. The question says, "Tell us a bit about yourself." Do you want to do any fun facts about you? Um, I have double jointed knees and double jointed thumbs. Ooh, (laughs) do it. So a lot of people do like thumbs up like this. Mine does this. And apparently that means it's double jointed. And I don't know why, but I I doesn't go that far. I didn't know it was a thing until I did this one day. And someone was like, why is your thumb do that? And I was like, Gabby can do it. Is that weird? I didn't know it was weird, but apparently someone told me. Mine curve a little bit, but not as much. Did you play a lot of video games growing up? Huh? No, I didn't play video games. It's just. It gives you an advantage when you do thumb wars. Yes. Hitchhiking. <laughs> and then and um, tall. <laughs> my knees are double jointed. And like, it's funny because my mom's like that. And my brother's like that. My brother's is worse than mine. Uh, and my mom's, my mom's is the worst. My brother's is worse than mine. And then mine's kind of medium, but I can have my legs flat like this. And I can pull this part of my leg up. And <gasps> my knee, everything else will stay on the ground. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Don't show me that. Yeah, we're good. We don't need to see that. I'm good. Um, other than that, I don't. Uh, I have a really high pain tolerance and a really high tolerance for. Yeah, um, you gave birth. Without <laughs> medication. Yeah. And so, yeah, they took her naturally, and it was a level two tear, which is in the middle. Mm-hmm. No, nothing. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I was afraid of what was funny is the reason why I didn't want the epidural was because I saw the epidural needle when my cousin's baby mama got hers done and it's like this long and it's really big and I was terrified of it I was like no thank you they do it in the middle of a contraction so you're focused on the contraction and not the needle which makes sense but like but they do it in fine like you have to be curved a certain way and then they tell you don't move or you're gonna fuck something up and I'm like no no I'm not scared of needles I have like significant tattoos. I wouldn't want that long of a needle in my back. <laughs> See, I, I don't have a fear of needles. Like I can do shots and you know, like IV, whatever. You do whatever you want to me. I'm fine with it. But for some reason, that mm-mm. I got um, a spinal ablation done twice, but I was knocked out for all of it. It's good. So yeah, you can do whatever it. you want to me. I got it in I think six vertebrae four vertebrae yeah but I was knocked out and then it was bad for a couple weeks after that I bet 
nope Ugh. no mm -hmm. you, you could be awake for it too mm -hmm. they're like do you want to do it in office or do you want to be knocked out i'm like uh <laughs> oh, knock no. out. i want to go night night yeah i was awake <laughs> when they did the um they had to do the die and the spinal tap to see mm -hmm. if it was suitable for me i had to be awake mm. for that oh <laughs> mm -mm. i'm like nope nope yeah. nope no. no thank you i what hate i hate needles so much i can't i don't even know how i managed a tattoo it was fine but uh i feel like getting the do any, any of the rest of you have tattoos who has tattoos so it's just ashley doesn't have any you can't see any of mine you can see all Mine's of my, on my foot chris can <laughs> chris can <laughs> <laughs> How many do you have, Lexi? I'm just hijacking the questions. Because I haven't seen two, any of yours. Three, four, five? 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 I have two. My first one was when I was 17. 18. 18. <laughs> redid this one. Added some shit to it. And then I have Always and Forever with Chris's um, signature. Oh, that's, that's cute. That's really yeah. cute. Mm -hmm. I have six. I have nine, but two of mine are pretty large. Like that one's yeah. big. That's my whole forearm. And then my whole thigh is done too. Mm -hmm. That one took 10 hours. In one sitting, or did you do multiple? Oh sessions? no, I did three set I did three sessions. Okay, I was like, uh I want to get mine redone already. <laughs> mm -hmm. I want to get all mine redone except for the one. First Andrew's time. first tattoo was a Pokemon. <laughs> Which one? Lapras. No. That's <laughs> his favorite. <laughs> okay, rapid fire questions. What is your favorite food? Tacos. Yum. What is your top five comfort reads? Um, a Game of Fate by Scarlet because Hades POV is just oh yeah. I cannot wait um, for the other ones. The Deal by L. Kennedy. Um, if you've read it, you know Garrett Graham is just fucking fantastic. And I love him. Um, Bad for You by Jay Daniels. Um, I think maybe Lee's might be the only one that's read that one, but I don't know if she read that. That one's on my list, but yeah, it just I keeps love, getting bumped. <laughs> I love Jay Daniels. She does really good. Um, that book, it kind of deals like with a little bit of trauma. It's kind of dark a little bit. But it's also like a contemporary romance, which doesn't normally, isn't normally my thing, but I really like the characters in that one. And um, one of my favorites, and I don't even remember when these books came out, but I just remember getting them. And I think it was one of my first like fantasy books and it's the Circle Trilogy by Nora Roberts. I love Nora Roberts. Oh, and she's what got me into kind of more, like when she does her fantasy books, they're so well done. But the Circle Trilogy, it's like there's a vampire hunter, there's a vampire, there's a wizard, there's a witch, there's shapeshifter, like it's got all these things, but each book is a different couple. And I love yeah. those. Are they? The are authors they? where you could just read their grocery list and it'd be divine are my yeah, favorite. Right? See, <laughs> I always see Nora Roberts, but I've never picked up her books. Oh you my should. God. Good. There are several that are my favorites. The other one um, by her that I really loved, which was which is creepy because I lived at the time and uh, well, I do now too, but at the time when I read it for the first time, it's called Blood Brothers. 
and it's the seven trilogy and it's about these three boys that were born at the same time on the same day blah 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 well they go to this stone that's in the woods that's cursed or something there's like this whole myth about it well they spill their blood and they say a thing they release a demon and the demon comes back every seven years and terrorizes the town does all this fucked up shit and but and one scene in the book the little demon he shows up as either like a little boy or something like that with red eyes and sharp teeth well with one scene the girl's in the her second story um hotel room and she looks up the window and the little boy's face is in the window like grinning at her and i was like oh fuck that <laughs> no i did not sleep that night no but she has stuff that's not that scary though but yeah. i i second ash i really like nora roberts books i love I, she's one of my grandmother's favorites and my grandmother reads the same type of stuff that we your do grandma is yeah. amazing i love your grandma but no yes like <laughs> nora roberts is what pushed me into romance and then into fantasy romance and everything i'd say we could have my grandma on the podcast but she can't even work her cell phone correctly so i don't oh <laughs> that would be cool though i got her a kindle for her birthday and Aww. she calls me all the time to ask me how to work it <laughs> I had to like write out instructions for her. Terrible. <laughs> but she she's she can't get the vaccine because she reacts really badly to any vaccine that she has and she gets really, really sick. Um but she wants like she goes to the library like every day. So I showed her how to check out ebooks on the Kindle from the library. Oh, yeah. So why I got her the Kindle so she wouldn't have to keep it on her computer all the time because we were just doing it on the webs like the Kindle like mm-hmm. the web app um so I got her one and I wrote down all the instructions for how to download the library books and stuff and she she reads them a lot I see them on my because she uses my Amazon account so I see them on my library all the time oh, that's <laughs> so cool that's awesome she oh, started man. reading Tate James did I tell you guys that <gasps> what she's reading Tate James when she, she started with? she started with the Hades series because oh, she yeah, saw that gosh. one on my recently read when I was rereading and I was like well you need to go oh, back and Hey, she needs to read Kit. <laughs> and yeah. she was like, well, I really liked Seventh Circle. And I was like, well, there's more by that author on my library. You should check them out. So she's reading Madison Kate right now. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> but my grandmother <laughs> likes Tate James. That's I'm awesome. glad. <laughs> okay. Um, Ash, what is your list? I'm sorry, what? You broke up a little bit there. Um, what is your favorite music genre or artist? I have too many <laughs> people hate me on road trips because it'll literally go from like NSYNC Britney Spears to ACDC Metallica to Destiny's Child to um Doja Cat to yep. Cardi B like I mean it just goes everywhere Variety. yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um the only thing I can think of is um I really like like um like I like Hoser and I like um uh Florence and the Machine and stuff like that like I listen to those a lot um especially like when I'm doing stuff on the computer like that can just play and I can just you know be doing stuff but um but yeah I mean a lot of rock mostly because like Jess I grew up on um hair metal and um dad rock and uh that's the best way to describe it yeah this is dad rock I mean you know I knew the words to bohemian rhapsody like way too early like, before you could speak <laughs> and so I always said that I knew I was a good parent when Emily could sing bohemian rhapsody by the time she was five and she could so <laughs> that was that yeah so it's just 
variety. Amazing. Okay. Um, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would you want to go? New Zealand. Mm. Yep. Because that is where Lord of the Rings was filmed and it's beautiful and I want to go. Don't they still have the Hobbit, like the sets and stuff still built? Yep, I think so. Let's go. Yeah. And there's no snakes there. Let's fucking go. Like that was a big selling point for me. They were like, we don't have snakes in New Zealand. I was like, what? Roll. (laughs) (laughs) Move out. Yes. I'm ready to go. Um, What is your favorite holiday? Christmas because it's always a huge deal in our family like we start Christmas like a week early because we have so many houses to go to I'm making exhausted (laughs) yeah it's a very long week but it's so much fun because we have um we start Christmas Eve at my mom's and we have lunch and we do presents there and then we do Christmas Eve dinner with my granny and them and then somewhere in there we do Christmas with my dad and just my dad my brother and me and Emily now. And then um, Christmas Day, we do our family. We do Chris's family. We do uh, my mom again because my stepdad's stupid and refuses to do anything other than on Christmas Day. And he goes based off my stepsister schedule and no one else's. Mm. Yeah, super annoying. But, anyways. But yeah, so then it's, and then it's all the other stuff. Like we usually have like something with work and blah, blah, blah. So it's like a whole week of crap. And then we need like four days to recover and clean up. Yeah, I feel that. Okay. Who is your celebrity hall pass? I have too many. (laughs) (laughs) Which would be Jensen, of course. And, um, because I've been in love with Jensen Ackles since he was on um, a show. I don't know if y'all know it. It's called Dark Angel. Yeah, Jessica. I went back and watched everything he's ever been in when I found him on Supernatural. <laughs> yeah, so Dark Angel. And then my mom watched when he was on, what was it All My Children or something? It was one of those. One of those. He was on one of those. And then uh, first show I really remember him, it was Dark Angel. And then he was like, in Dawson's Creek and Smallville and you know I mean he's just been like growing up he was everything you know he's perfect so um and then uh Sebastian Stan and Tom Hiddleston would be my other alternate all passes Stan can do whatever the fuck he wants to be anything anything yep okay um do you sleep with a top sheet (laughs) Y'all are going to think I'm weird. I sleep with two top sheets. What? Okay. Method to my madness. Okay. So for anxiety purposes, they say to sleep with like, you know, one of those weighted blankets, right? Uh So I figured out for me to get the best sleep, I have to have it first of all, like a freaking tundra in the house and have it really, really cold. But I have a silky top sheet. And then I have a little, like, it's a real thin, but it's really, really soft. I've had it for a really long time, cotton one. And then I have what I call, um, I call it my Mexican blanket, but you know, those blankets that they make in Mexico that are the real thick, thick the rug ones. Yes. And so I have like a, a Mexican blanket with, I think it's a horse on it, like, or something. I don't know, but my granny brought it back from Mexico, like when I was little and I still have it to this damn day. And it's my favorite blanket in the whole world. But, um, but yeah, so I sleep with 
three blankets on top of me and I sleep with about six pillows and um so I get very cozy and bury myself underneath there and that's how I sleep like feeling like I guess I'm buried (laughs) um okay have you ever experienced imposter syndrome oh yeah all the time and what would your advice be to get out of that or to move past I think the main thing is, is, you know, whenever you're feeling imposter syndrome, I mean, like take a step back and be like, why am I feeling this way? And kind of figure out the root of it and see if you can change it or see if you can get past it. Because I mean, sometimes it's just your own brain just fucking with you and it's nothing that you did or anything. And it's something that you just kind of have to figure out. Why do I feel this way about this certain trigger i guess for imposter syndrome yeah yeah that's good imposter syndrome sucks so much um what are your relationship deal breakers um cheating of course and lying um lying is mainly because i don't i mean lying cheating is a big one and i've told chris like i will never be you know divorced i will be a widow or nothing so, you know, there's no other way to get out of this. I was like, if you do something, you will just go missing. Like, that's all there is to it. So the only way out of this is through a body bag. Yes, that's it. Um, so uh, I would say, yeah, cheating is definitely a big one. But lying to me about like, you know, like what you're doing, like where you're going, like just stupid little lies, like there's no point in it. Yeah. So just don't fucking do it like be more I guess be more trustworthy than that but with Chris he's usually too honest so I don't have to worry about that with him but you know some people will try to like like my family like whenever they start dating people it drives me crazy because they'll lie to us about it like they'll hide it and they don't want people to know about it and blah blah blah. and I'm like well what's so wrong with it that you're hiding it and lying about it See, I get like wanting privacy because I right. think once you get your family involved, it can get really complicated. Yes. But to just out and out lie about it, be like, yeah, I'm seeing someone, but I just don't feel comfortable talking about it. Exactly. Like, that's all you got to say. And I would respect that 100%. Like I've told my dad, like, you know, whenever he finally starts dating, which he hasn't yet, but hopefully he will one day. But like, I was like, when you start dating, I was like, I was like, just don't lie to me and tell me you're not dating. I was like, you can tell me you're dating, but I'm not going to demand to know everything about her and, you know, demand to meet her. Like, I don't want to meet someone unless you're serious about her. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to just meet just some random girl that you went on a couple of dates with and then decided that, meh, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's my Um, What is your astrology sun, moon, and rising? I am a Pisces, Sun, Virgo, and Moon, and Taurus. Yeah, we all have something similar. Which yeah, is we weird. do. <laughs> yeah, we have to research that. I want. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna make a chart. Yeah, we need to. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> it's super weird. But then I'm also a. I think. I think. What is it? Brit called a cusp because my birthday changes on the day that it changes to a Pisces. So I feel yep. like I have a lot of Aquarius tendencies also (laughs) yeah stones on the cusp of libra and virgo and i almost think when i do the research that he's more virgo than he is libra Mm -hmm. but yeah and and last question what is your favorite 
conspiracy theory. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. Have y'all ever heard of the conspiracy theory about the Denver airport? Yep. Yes. I had a whole, I watched it. You know what? I'll send it in the chat. There's a whole YouTube video <laughs> that I watched about the Denver airport. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that one. I don't think I have either. Good. It's, it's like so good. short version. It's like, that's the center of when shit hits the fan where they like built this underground bunker system for like the America and there's like tunnels and shit and the runways make a pattern and there's weird murals on the walls that have hidden meanings. It, it's a whole thing. Like, statues interesting. and stuff too. But so basically what I was understanding is that they had this airport. It wasn't functional and it was really, really horrible. And so instead of just tearing it down and remodeling they like built on top of it so that's where all like the tunnels and shit like came from or whatever it was like a really horrible they invested so much money into this and I'm a nerd for this conspiracy theory but there's this one specific part is there's this like horse a um but yeah the lucifer statue and it's like haunted yeah they call him lucifer he's blue and he has red eyes and they say that it's a sign of the four horsemen haunted. so our dad's actually had a layover in denver on the way to seattle to meet us to fly and they explored the crap out of it because they're nerds like that too and they were like walking around they didn't have very long but it's interesting. You should look into it. Also, Chris, the dog this. baby just joined us a while ago, and I just noticed. And what a cutie! <laughs> I know. I saw switch. I know. <laughs> I've had three <laughs> curl into my lap. Like, oh. hey, <laughs> like. But the Denver airport. Look it up, Gabby. Send the video. It's trippy. It's really. I have to know this. It's all we'll like do. Illuminati, Nazi, like ties, and it's like. It's a lot. People we gotta do like like every I, secret society you can think of has some yeah. kind of representation in the Denver airport, apparently. Yeah. So it's our so weird. PowerPoint night, we'll have to do another one that's just conspiracy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Chris, it was funny because Chris didn't know about it, and we had to fly into Denver to see his brother who lives in Colorado Springs, and so I'm like wandering around, like taking pictures, and he's like. What are you doing? And I was like, I'm being embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know. I'm exploring. Yes. I love it. So no, we're almost that, done. We're almost yeah. done. Brit, yeah. ready? I'm gonna ask yeah, you. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. <laughs> How'd you meet Derek? And why is he a cutie pie? <laughs> we met on Tinder when it was like my last semester of college, and I think it was like maybe his second, because. We're not that far apart. He's 23, I'm 24, but I graduated um, high school with my associate's degree. So, mm-hmm. yep. And then I was taking a, a bunch of summer classes. And so like my last semester of undergrad was like 21 semester credits. So I could graduate on time because like I went to Reno first and they have like different graduation requirements from UNLV. And so I came back and I had to like switch everything again. I was like, well, I'm not going to push it another year. I want to graduate on time because I knew I was going to go to grad school. Um, but anyway, yeah, we met on Tinder and then we met on campus <laughs> at UNLV. So and it's a success. going to be on the podcast? Uh, that is a good question <laughs> because his hours are so bad right now. Like he's still a full-time employee. And then he starts school for um, 
business on Monday. Oh, tell him good luck. I we'll get him on there eventually. He has to give us a review of a Yeah, he's read both A Touch of Darkness and A Game of Fate now. Okay, yep. We definitely have to get his thoughts. He can pre-record them if he has to, and we can like react to his video. If that's <laughs> right. what it takes, we'll do it. I'll let him know. I'll be like, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> but yeah, um, he's awesome. What's your... Go ahead. I was just going to say he's awesome. I'm like very, very lucky that that Tinder love worked out. <laughs> like sometimes it doesn't always happen, but when it does, it's like really good. I think, yeah. I think it's so interesting that he has his own shrine that he doesn't admit that is a shrine. I know. He's, he's like such a secret witch. witch. Yeah. <laughs> he has more paranormal stories than I do. And I'm like, you are such a witch. Like He needs to just embrace it. Yeah. He does. <laughs> um, what are your comfort reads? Uh, so as it'll come as no surprise to anybody who has listened to the podcast, <laughs> Twilight is one of them for sure. <laughs> Um, like all of them. I read, I'll read all of them. I'll watch all the movies as many times as I possibly can. I loved In All Holidays. I read that last December and I will probably read it again every Christmas time. It's kind of like a Hallmark movie and I'll watch Hallmark movies even in like August when I'm stressed out. So uh, that one, anything by L. Kennedy, like the deal was amazing. As Ash said, Scarlet's books, a touch of darkness definitely brought me out of a hole. Um, I think she's the one of the big reasons that I actually really got back into reading. So, yay! And then Throne of Glass, of course. <laughs> so, did you read Throne of Glass or A Touch of Darkness first? A Touch of Darkness. Yep. When did you end up reading Throne of Glass? And so, um, November uh, was it like November, October, November of last year. Because A Touch of Darkness and A Touch of Ruin came out right when COVID started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I read, I think I read them in August and September. And then I went through Throne of Glass in November and December. So Akatar is actually what got me back into reading. I did Akatar and then Throne of Glass because I was interning at Tempur-Pedic at that time. And my manager um, was a, is a really big reader. And she loves Sarah J. Moss. So she's like, you should try this book, like to get back into reading because now you have time to read for fun after I graduated. And I was like, okay, I'll read it. And it went downhill from there very quickly. <laughs> she's actually yeah. the one who told me to start, who suggested that I start the blog and the bookstagram. So mm. we can thank Aww. my for that. She's a sweetheart. Awesome. We had tickets together to go to the signing of Crescent City release before it got canceled by COVID. We were going to go together. <laughs> um what's your favorite food Brett vodka sauce pasta all day every day (laughs) Derek makes it the best wait wait what yeah (laughs) it's delicious it's basically like pink sauce pasta Mm -hmm. basically I need it in my life that sounds fantastic I think you just exploded my brain it's so good no but it sounds amazing no we we dump wine no (laughs) red Derek, we'll get grape Derek. Derek makes it the best because he gets grape tomatoes um white onion or like just a yellow or white onion depending he'll chop all that up and garlic put it in a pot pot to simmer 
and then um, waits until everything starts popping because like the grape tomatoes. And then uh, he'll add heavy cream, chili pepper, uh, some tomato paste, and vodka, and it's so good. Oh, I've been craving <laughs> <Writing> notes. <laughs> I've been craving like pasta purses lately, like those like little gooey. Oh. I think I need to make some pasta for dinner tonight. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna have like an egg salad sandwich or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 trying not to shop right now because I just got the um, notification for the book, babes. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> uh, Britt, what is your favorite music genre slash artist? So I'm usually a little bit of everything, but it's predominantly alternative rock or indie. It's kind of where it's going now, but it's so hard to actually describe it because the genre has changed so much over the last two years. Uh, so for me, it's more like... Um, the killers, uh, stuff like anything like that. I also really love the wombats and uh, vampire weekend, stuff like all of that stuff. And then more recently I've gotten back into EDM. And so Rez is my favorite EDM artist. Like I listen to her music while I'm working because it gets me like focused and in the zone. And I'll just start typing like a million miles a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Trying to look up the name of the person that I've been listening to. It's like in ingenium or something i yeah uh is it elenium elenium you are correct i love elenium yep yep i've been uh i found sideways on like the a-list pop uh, playlist i was like holy shit this is so good anything like that it's sometimes like Spotify will give you recommendations I, I'm gonna have to like compile a list to be like these are like do I like to just sit in my car and just listen to it in my car because it just hits different in the car <laughs> <laughs> I so like the summer of 2015 or summer of 2014 maybe 2015 right after high school is probably like the best summer and it had the best music. Like I remember being able to just drive wherever because I was 18 at that point and just driving around, listening to music and living life. Yep. <laughs> and I, I miss that. Like whenever I hear a song that brings me back to that, I'm just like, ah, oh, yes. So good. Um, I lost my spot. Hang on. If you could <laughs> live anywhere in the world, where would you go? That's a really tough question for me because I want to just see everything, but I think if I had to pick, it would be between Ireland, Finland, and Italy because I'm Finnish. I'm mostly, I'm mostly Finnish. Uh, I'm a little less Irish and then um, Italy, it just sounds beautiful. Yeah. Those are good. Beautiful. What's your favorite holiday? What's my favorite holiday? Uh, Christmas. Yep. I, I love Halloween. My mom's favorite holiday is Halloween. Um, I'm going to have a wedding right around Halloween. It's going to be themed that way. But Christmas has always made me, I don't know, like I believe, so this is kind of sad. I believed in Santa Claus until I was like 12. Like I did not want to let go of the belief in Santa Claus because I had a, I didn't have a bad childhood, but there were like tough things, especially um, living in separate households. Mm -hmm. but Christmas always brought everybody together. Like my dad would be there on Christmas. My dad's birthday is the 26th. So like Christmas Eve, like we'd all start going to like my grandma's house. And then um, my parents would put everything up while I was sleeping and I'd come out and like Santa was there. And I have like the best memories of, of waking up on Christmas morning 
and seeing all this stuff laid out like it was Santa's workshop had been vomited all over the place oh, and so, so cute um, it's would just your, a very magical time would your parents like set aside their differences for Christmas for you kids because yep that's a dream Aww. even now <laughs> um you know like I'm that. even now that I'm 18 my dad will still come over if he's like available he'll come over to my mom's house and we'll have dinner on Christmas Aww. Eve and then I would hang out with my mom or my dad depending on who was working and who wasn't the next day that is so sweet mm-hmm coming from a divorced family that uh it's people are like your parents get to like hang out together same thing with thanksgiving we'll have thanksgiving together do they so they are they both uh remarried or my mom's remarried my dad had a long-term girlfriend okay and do they bring their partners uh yes to my mom no to my dad because his girlfriend always had her family separate okay that makes sense Mm -hmm. but yeah, I like how they could like coexist. That's awesome. You don't yeah. see that, unfortunately. Mm-mm, no, and working what I work in, it's definitely not something you hear about. No. Um, who's your celebrity all past? So I have two: Ian Somerhalder and Ryan Reynolds. And Derek and I have Ryan Reynolds is like a shared all past. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that yeah that's awesome love I, it, I love it I love it I love it and have Ryan Reynolds as a shared hall pass they all love yeah him. no 100 <laughs> percent it's like all those TikToks where a guy says he's straight and then it shows a video of like Henry Cavill or like Ryan Reynolds or any of those <laughs> yeah guys. yeah and we're just like never mind <laughs> just kidding yeah that's like my brother Jensen is my brother's god I mean it's Jensen I mean it's he's him. he's up there yeah. But if I had to choose one? and limit it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. hmm? Andrews is Jake Gyllenhaal. Really? Why? Why? He's <laughs> like obsessed with him. Huh. He, yeah, I could, you know. Don't ask mm-hmm. me to explain it. He's obsessed with him. He's not that bad. Oh. He's cute, but like yeah. the level of obsession that we're nearing is a little. <laughs> this is gonna sound mean, but like, isn't he short? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have no idea. Uh, maybe make Andrews into short guys. Like, is that a short guy? It's in short and golly. <laughs> All right, uh, the top sheet. The top sheet, Brent. No top sheet. I would kick it off all the time as a kid. My dad was very, my dad is a police officer. So he is so like, everything has to be perfect. Cause he also grew up in a military family, like, and he had eight brothers and sisters. So everything had to be perfect. And so I tried, I would like bundle up the top sheet and like stuff it under my bed. And my dad would like go into my room and like clean it during the day. And he'd find the top sheet and fix my bed for me. And I hated it, but that's what he would do. And that's how I grew up. And as soon as I didn't have to have a top sheet anymore, I said, no. <laughs> to the trash. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, as soon as I moved them. out of my parents' house, I didn't have one. And then I got married. Yep. I have one again. Like, nope. Derek <laughs> thankfully doesn't like top sheets either. We have separate, like we have one big comforter, but then we like bring two like smaller blankets and we'll use those separately um, because we also have the dogs who then like steal everything. <laughs> Um, I was going to ask a question and I forgot. Uh-oh. Oh, um, my dad came from 
a military I mean you guys know he grew up law enforcement as well but military household and I think that they do the um extreme like bed making stuff my dad used to come and he taught me how to do the military bed thing where he would like bounce a <laughs> quarter off of it yep <laughs> did your dad ever do that um like maybe once or twice and then I was so disinterested he was just like okay <laughs> was, my dad did that too he was like I'm gonna show you how to do like hospital corners and make your bed super neat and I'm like I'm gonna sleep in it in 12 hours <laughs> no. why do I like it this it was point? so bad like even when I got into high school like I would just like leave all my covers off and like my dad would go and fix them I felt so bad hmm. yeah. So, yeah but now Andrew does it because when he came back from basic it was the worst like he would have to make the bed and I was like, stop making the bed. <laughs> it's going to be messed Leave up. Our bed. Like we have, we have all disagreements about how we make the bed. And yep. things. So like yep. when he makes the bed, he's, he's doing it wrong. <laughs> I mean, you can see we have these very nice decorative pillows I bought and they're not on our bed because our bed is a mess. Like I am horrified by it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, so I'm interested in your answer to this one, especially with your whole new lawyer thing. Do you experience imposter syndrome and how do you overcome it? All the time, especially in law school, it was probably the worst. Like I grew up the gifted kid and I thought I was like, you know, really smart. And I went to undergrad and I never had to study or anything and I would do great. And then law school was a rude awakening because my very first law school grade I got back was like, it sounds silly, but it was a B minus and I never got a B minus. I was like, this is like an F to me. I am a failure. I shouldn't be in law school. Um, and I was just really upset. And I, you know, all these other people are doing super well. And I was just kind of like, am I even meant to be here? The other problem is I didn't take the LSAT to get into law school because my program allows you to do, to like enter if you graduated from UNLV doing a four-year program scored high on your SATs and then had a high, like, again, had a high GPA in undergrad. And so I met all the qualifications and that's how I got in. I didn't have to take that test. Whereas most people do, and you have to score like a 160 usually to, to get good scholarships and whatnot. And I was a scholarship student. I had a full ride to law school and, um, people I knew who were doing a lot better in their classes didn't necessarily have a full ride. And I was like, I don't belong here. So I felt that the entire three years, I was like, I'm dumb <laughs> and I don't know if this is a good path for me. Um, and then that's not actually the case. Like I do really well in my job. I'm, I'll toot my own horn. I'm a phenomenal legal writer. I tallied my first year law school class. That was my highest grade. And I was really proud of it because I wrote. Um, and so I had to kind of keep just reminding myself that law school is kind of a it's a gamble like with what your grades are going to be and it doesn't like I was telling a, a soon to be 1L starting tomorrow who's going to school in Seattle she um we're like friends on a discord channel and she was just asking me questions and I was like look it's very hard to do law school Elwood says what like it's hard yeah like it's hard <laughs> it, it just <laughs> is um and rem remembering that and then remembering that you did get into law school you did do this, you can do this, um, is what I have to remind myself a lot. And that it's nice having Derek, you know, who didn't go through law school, but did see how hard I was working there to remind me, like, you're a badass <laughs> and you can yeah. do anything. Are a badass um, and you can so, do yeah. anything. 
with law exactly. school too, I think it's like a different beast. It's a different type of hard because like my program is hard, but in a completely different way than yours was. Yours would have been like so many different things you have to plug and keep in your brain for a very, very long time. And now, yep. yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, now, everything is is hard you know like it doesn't matter like what necessarily you're in it's just like what are you doing right at this moment so it's like okay for everybody to have imposter syndrome especially when you're seeing like classmates and you kind of internalize and think like oh they they're doing x y and z which means that they must be better than me and it's it's so hard to like move past that but it's a lot of just like hyping yourself up and finding people who will hype you up like you guys do (laughs) oh yeah when you said I'm a phenomenal legal writer or something I'm like Mm -hmm. yeah you are are. (laughs) (laughs) um but then the same thing has translated over into work because it's like I am a perfectionist and I've been doing family law stuff like before I even started law school I started at this firm um and my my writing has just progressed like I started writing for her like maybe a month into being a legal assistant where I was just going to do calendaring and stuff. And, um, you know, she like trained me basically how to write. And then, um, it's like, I know all these things, like I can cite NRS statutes, like our Nevada revised statutes. I can just tell you, Oh, that is X, Y, Z, you know? And, but I still like get in my head, like, am I actually good enough? (laughs) It's so dumb because it's like, I do know these things. Um, and then waiting for bar results, it's like, that determines whether or not I can be a lawyer, even though I have the knowledge and I have the skill. And it's just like, if I don't pass that, am I even, again, am I fit to do this? So, yeah. Well, you <laughs> are. Syndrome. You are. Oh, thank you. You are. <laughs> I think testing's um, really hard though, too, because like standardized testing in general, or just like a bar test, some people do horribly under pressure like how well can someone do on a three-day test exactly right really (laughs) you're mentally exhausted because you're what bar prepping for months ahead of time Mm -hmm. and then you go into this three-day exam and not only are you doing all of this in the middle of a pandemic but you're doing this like (laughs) for the second time and um that sounds horrible it's miserable (laughs) (laughs) I feel like law students are masochists and our examiners are sadists <laughs> like a superwoman jesus all right where are we at what are your relationship deal breakers uh cheating for sure that's like a no no um i don't like when like what you said earlier just with people like when you go to a restaurant if they treat somebody terribly I'm immediately like not happening uh and then not treating each other as equals like if you talk down to me or try to control me or anything like that or um make decisions like make decisions for me when I don't ask you to like no like you I am my own person and I'm gonna do my own thing so yeah Fair enough. Um, what's your astrology, sun, moon, and rising? I am a Cancer sun, Aquarius moon, and Scorpio rising, but I learned on a couple pod episodes ago that I'm actually a cusp. <laughs> so I'm a Gemini Cancer cusp, which is we're weird. Crazy. We're crazy. <laughs> it's so weird. We're a, a strange. So if you want to hear of... something, another funny story. Um, I'm a Scorpio and Andrew is a Cancer. Well, his mom is a Scorpio 
and his dad is a cancer. Oh, weird. (laughs) I mean, there's something about, um, like, water signs tend to do really well together, so that's, it makes sense. Um, what's Derek's sign? Oh, gosh, he's an Aquarius sun. I want to say he's a Leo moon. His is weird. Hold on. I can actually pull it up. Ask me another question. I'll tell you. (laughs) Okay. What's your favorite conspiracy theory? So I like the one where they say that Avril Lavigne uh, died (laughs) and was was replaced by her body double. I love that one. It's like one of my all-time favorites. Like Melissa or something? Yeah. Something like that. that. Well, because her music had such a weird shift. Like, do you believe it or do you just, are you interested in it? I, some of the, some of the things people say, I'm like, ah, it's, you know, maybe, but I don't believe it. I'm like, there's no way. But it'd be, if that turned out to be true, I would be not shocked. <laughs> I love conspiracy theories like that one. <laughs> okay. And Derek is a, so yeah, so he's an Aquarius sun. He's a Capricorn moon and he's a Leo rising. which I mean my dad's a Capricorn and so and like Derek is very similar to my dad and I was like how like they're not you're an air and he's a earth and then I found out about the moon and I was like ah (laughs) suddenly it all makes sense (laughs) yeah all right last one your fur babies yeah I have (laughs) three fur no I have four fur babies (laughs) You forgot one. <laughs> I know. Well, she's newer, but um, yeah. So I have three Boston Terriers, Grim, Krieger, and Coraline. They're all super needy. I technically inherited them because Derek had Coraline and Krieger when we met. And then Coraline accidentally got pregnant with Grim. And Grim is an incest baby because Cor- Coraline and Krieger are siblings. Oh, oh no. So. Oh. Does she have Yeah. Any- Wait, which one's the baby? Uh, Grim. Does Grim have any issues? Uh, separate, like just severe separation anxiety. A little, he might be autistic. Okay. I think he might have dog autism just because of certain things that he does. Mm-hmm. Like he's, uh, he has to like repeat things. It's very, maybe even OCD. I, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Sasha has autism. I know she does. And she yeah. has like PTSD. Yeah, it's so sad. I'm like, I'm sorry, Grim. Like, he's the one who like came over here and like he saw Krieger on my lap and he was like, no, no. My <laughs> lap. So he like crawled up. And then Nyx, we got a year ago. Like, she's now a year old, all grown up. Um, and she, I had, oh, I've been wanting a cat for so, so, so long. And um, COVID kind of happened and I kept looking at cats to adopt. And my mom sent me a picture of like a posting from Facebook one day where she had like one little tiny sprite left. And um, I messaged her like, you know, like, is she still available? And the lady was like, yeah. And so Derek got home from work and I was like, get in the car, we're going somewhere. (laughs) And we go and we get her and she's like this big, like barely fits into my hands, like super tiny. And she's just like mewing and just like so cute. And now she's our little fiery spitball. How does she come with the dogs? Oh, she loves them. Like she'll antagonize them whenever she feels like it. She'll like sit at the top of the stairs and they'll try to run up and she'll like play like a uh, king of the mountain. <laughs> and Grim will just be like, no, and turn back around. Aww. 
Yeah. That's hilarious. But they like cuddle and it's so cute. I love them. That's awesome. Adorable. Okay, so since we're on Brit right now and we're going to do our rapid fire questions, I'm going to have you just pick a number and we'll go there. Oh, God. That's probably the easiest because we're One like through 50. talking for like three hours. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go with 27. Okay. 27 is someone already picked that one. Do you want to pick another one? Okay, I'll pick another one. Uh, 18. What's your hobby? <laughs> we all have the same hobby. <laughs> do you want to do a dip? I'll, I'll, you know what? You know what? We'll do a different one. I'm going to pick one for you. How about okay. that? I was going to say, um, reading? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> Uh, oh. <laughs> tell me one secret <laughs> oh one no. secret yeah. um oh my gosh that's hard I don't <laughs> one secret one secret okay it's kind of this is almost creepy um I don't know if it's really a secret it's just something that's like internalized where um like I don't know like I don't so how do I how do I explain this like I don't feel like my emotions are real like I almost feel like I could be a psychopath without being like a psychopath because um I like mimic people I feel like and like I'll catch myself doing it and I'm also like secretly quite manipulative <laughs> does that count as a secret like I just like I know it it's like in there and I'll I'll like voice it to myself but then I don't tell it to others I call it leading people the way you want them to go not manipulating them not manipulating. <laughs> <laughs> no I'm very good at mimicking and I like I that that I don't know that's like my evil side do you yeah. know that mimicking is a sign of autism in, in girls yeah. Really? That's how they mask. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. it's so much harder to diagnose autism in females than it is in males because yeah. females mimic what they see in social situations and males tend to just shut down. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah no, because it's bad. I like, I notice it a lot. Like, not a lot, but when I do notice it, I fixate on it and I'm like, it's all am I real? <laughs> yeah, I don't think that. Am I, I a lizard it? person? So I think the best way to explain it is when your mom says, I raised you to be different. And I was like, no, I was mimicking my entire childhood. And now this is who I really am. Yep. Yeah. Meet the real me, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) See, I I don't think that I really mimic. I think that I like match energies. I don't, it might be mimicking. I think think it goes back to Gabby, you being a pleaser. Yeah. Mm -hmm where I just try to get through the situation. I don't care how the person feels in a way. I just want it to be over. Yeah. I feel that. I don't know. I feel like an ass sometimes. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I'm just like, I am a jerk, but I am not changing. <laughs> All right. Does everyone want to answer that question? The tell me a secret one? it's so hard I don't like I'm trying to think of that I feel like I'm an open book <laughs> I know um, I know we'd like tell everyone everything so yeah we're just like what's something that we don't know about you <laughs> that's better right? it's not really about me 
God. We've said everything, I feel like. You've known I've had my nipples pierced. You know what positions <laughs> I like. I have a hearing aid that I never wear because I don't like how it makes me, it, everything's too loud. We didn't, I didn't know that. I like being half yeah. deaf. I didn't know the hearing aid. <laughs> I think mine's the same as Brit's. Like, I... Like I can see myself on Zoom and I message you guys at one time or you, I can tell that my face isn't my real face. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Or like when you look in the mirror and you're like, that's not me. Like, mm-hmm. I hate that. But yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah. I did that really bad after I had M. I had like, I think it was a form of postpartum uh, depression, but it lasted for years where I told Chris, I said, this is not my body. This is not my face. This is not my personality. Like I'm not this person. Is that like a form of like disassociating almost? Yeah. I think that's what it's officially like the term for it. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. I think I was my true self. I know what I'm my true self is when I'm sitting at Starbucks and not paying any attention to the people around me and people I know will come up to me and I don't even realize that they're there. And my mom thinks it's the rudest thing in the world. And I'm like, I just, I'm sorry, I'm working. Like, they're there. I'm busy. I, yeah. And they'll it's come like, up to me and they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just working. Like, what's up? Yeah. Like, I, like, it's always, I guess it's also kind of goes in line with the whole, like, I've never felt like I belong here. Mm-hmm. Like, thoughts, because I've had that forever. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I'm into witchcraft, just because it just, I don't, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I think I can't, I can't wait to never have to work in a public place again. And I can just be a writer. Same. Mm -hmm. See, I think, um, I guess, uh, I think I've talked about this, but like, this will be mine. Um, I, in high school went through this phase where I tried really, really, really hard to be an extrovert. Um, because it was the one place that I felt like I fit in for a hot minute because, um, I don't know if I told you guys, but my mom moved me around a lot with school. So I went to a new school like every two years. So I never had the same friends and it was really hard to be the new kid all the time. So when I was finally in high school for the same four years, um, I was like trying really hard to be that extrovert. And then as it, it bled into college for a hot minute. And then it was like that piece of me died. And I didn't even have time to like grieve it. It just absolutely died. And I like became (laughs) the super introvert that I am now. Like, I don't even, I, people have been complaining about not seeing people. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, sorry. I mean, as long as I get to meet y'all in in person one day and like, (laughs) (laughs) but what's in person? Who needs that? (laughs) (laughs) There's other people on this planet right do we have any other secrets or do you want me to ask my penny question I feel like mine's kind of the same though but it's it's more I think instead of manipulating it's more masking Mm -hmm. it's I'll be feeling dead inside and like feeling myself going to in like an anxiety depression episode but I won't show that to anyone else and I'll put on that face of oh, I'm okay. I'm well-adjusted and I'm healthy. And inside my thoughts are just, is that shit? That like TikTok that's like, shut it Mm -hmm. off. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I go through those periods a lot where like my dad will be like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, 
I'm not okay, but I'm getting there. You just got to give me a minute. Mm-hmm. I think that's why my dad has such a hard time sometimes because he doesn't know how, like it goes back to the whole guy thing. It's like, they don't know how to mask or mimic or hide it. And I can, and that's, I know when he has his issues or his episodes is because he can't like, we can't, but it's also that Nesta quote where she's talking to Clotho, but it's in her head. And she's like, I'm tired of being in my own body. Mm -hmm. Like I feel that all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could like all trade my mind. <laughs> Get rid of the anxiety. That would be yeah. really nice. Uh, so if you could get like a reset button. Oh, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. So is there a meaning behind the penny thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ask your penny. It's question. it's my own personal, I can tell the type of person you are by your answer. Oh I'm interesting. Scared. Interesting. Okay, so go. If you see a penny heads down what do you do with it I can I did I know okay um I Chris and I, I told Chris about this earlier and he goes well what do you do and I said I pick it up and I turn it over so that way the next person that comes can get the luck from it because I believe sometimes you can make your own luck or pass your luck on to others yeah. yeah so that's what I do um, my dad always, his superstition was, if you see that, you can pass on the good luck to other people. So I pick it up and flip it over for the next person. Mm-hmm. So I have a, a family thing with pennies. So my great-grandfather and my great-grandmother on different sides of my family. So it was my mom's great-grandfather and my dad's great-grandmother. Um, they both died around the same time. So when we were little, if the penny was tails up, it was from my great grandmother. And if it was heads up, it was from my papa. Mm. So I pick them up no matter what side they're on. <laughs> That's cute though. It's cute though. Yeah. But yeah. So I pick them up no matter what side it's on. Because it's from you? one. I try to, so, um, so I don't pick them up. I don't touch them because I was always taught, like my family is like super, super superstitious. And it was always like, if you touch it, like you could like, cast bad luck on yourself or like a family member so instead what like we would do is like you're supposed to be able like you can attempt to kick it to get it to flip over and if it does great if it doesn't like definitely leave it alone so yeah Yeah, when we left the ice cream shop last night Chris picked it up and realized that it was heads down and his thing was he just threw it that way whoever gets it next that's what's meant to be instead of forcing that good luck on someone else Mm. I like that though it's funny because that's like one of my favorite memories of my dad he didn't know about it and he saw me do it when I was a kid and he's like what are you doing I was like well so the next person gets good luck I don't even know where I learned that from I don't either it's just something I've always done like he wanted to tear up because I was a child giving somebody good luck (laughs) oh yeah that's cute um so we've been going for three and a half hours <laughs> yes we I have, have to eat dinner up. soon I know I'm Gabby has so to do her hungry. Harry Potter marathon <laughs> so do we want to wrap this up yes we yeah. have big plans we are gonna get C. Rochelle on here soon yes um we are still working out the kinks if we want to continue with zoom and youtube if we want to move over to discord and publish later we still have things to learn but our goals are more authors, getting you the spreadsheet and getting our discord 
running like a freaking awesome machine. Yep. So you have any suggestions or you have any authors that you want us to ramble with? Send them our way. Yes. We're definitely getting C. Rochelle. Um, we might have a little surprise planned for you with Scarlet. Yeah. Um, and then other than that, we've not made any other solid plans with authors. So if you have any that you want us to talk to, let us know or let them know to come bother us. Yes, bug them. I know we have some in mind that we want to get eventually, but it's like a work in progress. So yes. Mm -hmm. We'll get there. Eventually. Want Tate James on here so we can ask about what she's doing. <laughs> I have two. I have two from contemporary romances that I want to get on here. <laughs> so let's see. Okay. I'm tired and I need to eat. <laughs> Thank you for whoever and all of you who joined us. I know Riva was on for a while. Yeah. yeah go but um thank you for listening this is our first live maybe the next one will be not so long but this has also been, been our first one weeks, yeah so. we haven't talked in a long time one hour per week okay <laughs> <laughs> i think that's pretty good <laughs> all right well thank you so much for listening to the smutty and nutty podcast i almost said the wrong name <laughs> i am gabby and you can find me on instagram at gabby's shelf g-a-b-b-i-e and I am Lexi, and you can find me on Instagram at Reads by Lexi. And I'm Jess. You can find me on Instagram at the.barnacle.bookshelf or over on my website at thebarnaclebookshelf.com. And I'm Ash, and you can find me on Instagram at a wolf 91 And last but not least, I'm Britt, and you can find me on both TikTok and Instagram at Lunar Literature. Bye. Bye. Everyone go shop. Go shop. Go shop. Go, yes. go shop. I'm gonna go find go food. Shop. <laughs> Bye, Bye guys. guys. Bye guys. Bye.